0: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
1: ChumbaCasino.com. No by law. plus conditions apply. website for details. Got to make sure the settings are right. That's not good. All right. Fuck fuck that take. Holy shit. Oh my. And now and now this Okay, let's uh let's try to have two recordings so ladies and gentlemen I, I i I guess I hope you're hearing this recording we're about 20 seconds in it my recorder just randomly started um so we'll explain everything after i after I count this down so three two one hello everybody and welcome to the young and wrestling podcast episode I believe this is thirteen fourteen you're the one you're the one that's keeping track
0: um I believe it is lucky thirteen. I could be wrong.
1: Lucky or unlucky? We'll see. Um, so it's been un- unlucky so far. We've tried to get—I've uh, tried to get my recording software to, to you know, record because that's really all it's good for. That's why it's called a recording software, and uh, it's not wanted to cooperate. You know, it gives that that nice little Windows uh, spinning wheel, or if you're on Apple, a spinning beach ball of death. So uh so that's not fun. That's not fun when you're trying to record, especially when it's late at night and and you really want to, you know, get home, but you're stuck here recording a podcast. So, with that being said, um we've just gotten off the WrestleMania Christmas, the uh the wrestling Christmas, the the wrestling uh that we're coming off of the the high of the or low of the orgasm of wrestling. I don't know where I'm going with this. Please stop me. Um, nice reference. <laughs> this is this is not good. This is a disaster. I'm JJ the Mark. That's Mikey the XI. Um, Have no
0: fear, your king is here.
1: And what we're gonna do? Um, I did, I recorded a, a tiny little thing last week about uh, right before I I left on my trip to Dallas. Uh, I gave out my my predictions. I, I feel bad. That we did not get your predictions. Um, so I I feel bad. If you remember them, I guess if you would like to just say. What you thought was going to happen, real quick.
0: Um. Well, my pre- like predictions for like it, the takeover like, or the mania,
1: like like mania, like just what did you think? Because I th- I think I thought Shane Taker was going to end. Um. I thought Shane was going to win. I thought Reigns was going to win. I think I predicted like Miz for the for the ladder match. I want to say, and then um, I
0: actually predicted Sami Zayn for the IC. I predicted I. I I was pretty undecided for Taker Shane. I knew Reigns was going to win. I was really hoping Dean was going to go over on Lesnar. Um, I did pick
1: Lesnar in that one. I th- I picked uh AJ in, in his match. I picked I, AJ. I, and I picked his New and Day I, in their match.
0: I picked New Day. I picked Becky Lynch. I went uh, with
1: Sasha, so we're both wrong on that. Yeah. Um So so, so we'll get on to that uh, and and I, I don't want to spoil anything. We'll, we'll get on to to WrestleMania and the booking and what was acceptable and what wasn't. <laughs> uh, but first, uh, first we have NXT Takeover Dallas. Um, right. I'll I'll say this a, a funny uh, story from 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 here. I actually met Rick the Sign guy. Very oh, nice, guy. very nice guy. He's, he's very chill. He's not fucking Frank the Clown who I hate.
0: Frank the cunt. Frank
1: the cunt. He's he's the exact opposite of Frank the cunt. Like like he'll ask you your name and then like he he just introduces himself as Rick. Like he doesn't he doesn't have like a pompous like I'm a better fan than you. He's not that. So so I have to say props to Rick the sign guy. He's he's a very nice guy. Just a chill wrestling fan who enjoys wrestling. He you know he's not a fucking smark trying to get himself over. Yeah. Really? So 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 I have to give him credit. Um, we actually getting into this convention center. It was very weird how they did this. The, they had the access and all that stuff set up in this convention center, and I guess there's sort of a, a a a for lack of a better term, a concert hall. Really, more than anything else, it's not really an arena, but it's, it's a, sort of a concert hall uh, here in this in this building. It's a giant building, and. It was weird the way they had it set up. We walked in and there was just a giant fucking line to get into the to the to NXT. Uh, I I forget exactly what time it was. It was about maybe about an hour before the doors opened. I think uh, hour forty five minutes or so. So we walked all the way across this line, and we tried to find a bathroom. We got to the bathroom, took a piss. I don't think you need to know that part. So we come back. We come back and we're near the front of the line. Uh, we're, you know, we're not in the line, but we're near the front of it. And so we walk around for a little bit, um, you know, we walk up these stairs, go back down the stairs. We're trying, to, we're trying to figure out where the door is. We finally figured out, oh, this must be where they where they're letting people in. And as we're standing there, just kind of looking, you know, a bunch of people come up. And all of a sudden, we have really sort of inadvertently started our own line. And so so the funny thing is we were like we were a little bit back but we we were in this makeshift line this is not an official line this was not how people had set it up so we sort of really for lack of a better term we bulldozed through this the other people's line and we were able to get in there like like an hour before the actual show started and and it's just one of those things where it's like oh You know, I'd be pissed at me if I was in the line waiting for an hour and, and like, these motherfuckers just made their own line. I'd be pissed. So uh, if you waited in line in NXT Dallas, I apologize. (laughs) I just wanted to throw that out there. So we then, um, there were some, I don't know if these were taped for NXT or if they were just dark matches, uh, we had the 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 Drifter against uh, Apollo Crews, which was just a a really basic match, it, you know, just a really basic house show match. Nothing wrong with it, but nothing really to it. Um, and then um, and then that was I think that was I think that was it. I think it was like one other match between two guys who I have no clue who any of them are. So that was that was a bit. I could not get into that to save my life because it's. And that's it's two and that's the
0: developmental know. part of NXT kicking in, though.
1: Yeah, here's the thing about NXT, and I, I, I believe me, I want to get through this, but I, I also, I want to say this before I completely forget it. There's a certain portion of NXT that, to me, and I, I don't know if maybe I'm maybe I'm the only one, maybe I'm the idiot here. I'm very confused. Is it developmental or is it a brand? Because I feel like it can't be both. I think I feel like we've had this debate before. <laughs> I feel like we've had this before, but to me, is it like, a
0: brand or is it developmental? Yeah,
1: like like if it's a brand, okay, if it's a, a hybrid. If, if it's a brand, know. fair enough. But like if it's developmental, I don't know. It's just to me, there's there's a disconnect there. How so? You, like, I don't know. I just I don't know that you can have both. Like it's it's like saying you know AAA baseball like. I suppose it's different, but the guys still want to go to the main roster, to the MLB. I don't know. Like I don't I, I guess, guess like, I
0: guess it's you like realize, like a lot of people aren't really fond of the main roster right now.
1: I, I guess so. I, I I guess so. I don't know. It's just it's it's the, it's, the we, it's just weird to me where it's like you don't see people like selling out uh Triple A baseball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just sort of I, a little bit of a disconnect there, where I'm a little confused on on what NXT is. So let's get on to the actual show here. Um,
0: first match was the NXT Tag Title match between the Revival and American Alpha. You, it was slow at first, but it. Picked, I mean, I really want to elaborate that Chad Gable is over. Come
1: on. Yes. Oh yes. Here's this crowd. This crowd was hot, and I'll get on to later on where I think this crowd being so hot was a a detriment. And and not even just because of the chants. I know people are going to think I'm going to like fucking shit on the fans for chanting shit. There are c- there are certain times where yes, I will uh, shit on the fans. This was a arena, for lack of a better term, an arena full of people who let's just say are not my type of fans. They're 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 yelling all the time. They're not letting anything sink in. Um, <laughs> so not to shit on them completely, but they. You know, again, they pulled the classic. Let's chant for everything, so that it really doesn't matter when we pop because we're popping all the time. With that being said, the crowd was hot as fuck for this opening match. Uh, I actually thought the match was was, was good. It was fine. Um, there was like one or two botched things, uh, but outside of that, it was a, it was a fine tag match. It told a good story, and I'm happy for the American Alpha guys even though I don't know them that well.
0: It's over I think that it's been long overdue for him to be honest. Especially for Jason Jordan. You know, I, I remember That's a he, guy
1: he, I feel like he, I feel like he's been in NXT like forever.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember, I remember when he was in there with um Perfect 10 guy Ty Dillinger. Yeah, I was going to
1: say cuz he had, like I feel like he had a tag partner and then like he turned on him and then like his singles run didn't do anything and now he's back on a tag team.
0: A much better one, I might add. My God, um, what else was there? What what was next?
1: Um, you know, I was there, and I can't. (laughs) I can't remember uh, what the hell was next. Versus Baron Corbin. Oh yeah, this is um, not great. Decent at best, really. Um, Nothing to write home about. Um, Yeah. Austin Aries gets the win. Fair enough, but when you th- when you consider what would happen the rest of the weekend, you you sort of wonder why Baron didn't win.
0: Yeah, like uh... like
1: it, this, Okay, now I know what my point was earlier, folks. I apologize. You had to wait four minutes for the point I was going to make because I'm a fucking dumb ass who needs to fucking like kill himself. <laughs> but <laughs> self pity, no. Uh, but no. In all seriousness, here's where I go. Is it a brand or developmental? Because developmental, I would say, put the guy over when he leaves so that he like has some momentum. If it's a brand, I say, have him job out so that your brand has a star. Mixed signals here, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, like... Because
1: uh, everybody that lost went up to the main roster.
0: I At least also, it seems like it. Well, let me, let me put it up this way. Um, it seems like a loss... At the at the events this weekend, whether it was a takeover or mania was really a win the next time around. I mean, you look at like this, this,
1: this weekend was the epitome and you can do it sometimes and and it's not bad. But this was the epitome of 50-50 booking. Oh, yeah. The the epitome of it. So so Austin Aries wins makes sense. Yeah, I guess it is his debut technically. So so he kind of needed a win here. Um, it sends Baron Corbin off. He didn't look weak by any means. Like it was a wacky roll-up deal. So, so n- nothing, uh, nothing awful. No, like how the hell could they book that type of thing? It was just a, it was a match that was decent. Maybe I expected it to be a little bit better.
0: Yeah, it was very slow-paced. It seemed, it seemed kind of messy. I mean, I'm a big fan of both guys. Uh, you know. It definitely wasn't Baron Corbin's best work, as compared to like um, you know his match with Samoa Joe last I year. I was going to
1: say because I've seen Baron Corbin have have good, decent to good matches. So so it's not like he's it's not like he's fucking great, Kali.
0: Yeah, and and like he had a pretty decent match with Dolph Ziggler and Raw, but we'll we'll get to that. We'll talk about it more later.
1: <laughs> um, but- next one, I believe it was the. Nakamura match next. Uh, Match of the year. Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. This this was crazy. I mean, the crowd was obviously just electric through this whole thing. Um, This Um, is where I didn't. Normally, I hate sort of some of the some of the chants that the NXT fans come up with, and and maybe I would hate it if it was like any two other guys. (laughs) Like if they if they had done the same chants during like Joe and Finn, I would have hated this crowd. But this is a case of they love Sami Zayn. They know of Nakamura and they know he's good. They respect him. And they just, they loved both guys. They just, they just wanted to see a fantastic match. And that's what they got here. Just a fantastic match. And I'm not quite sure how, I don't think, I've not seen it yet. I've seen bits and pieces of it um, on the network and stuff. But I've not seen the whole, the whole thing through on the network. But just from my recollection of it. Holy fuck! Was this a match? But, um, Shinsuke Nakamura is a is a star.
0: No, I agree. He's already a main eventer for the company now.
1: Yes, I, I mean, I mean, he came in with a lot of hype, and, and I I admit to only seeing Nakamura a couple of times. But if this performance was anything close to what we're going to get or what we could get. Oh, my gosh. Just just a, a fantastic match. You know, Sami Zayn doing the honors on his way out. He got the nice little goodbye from the NXT brand. Just everything about this was perfect. This was, I hesitate to use the word five stars because I hesitate to give out five stars like they're nothing. This was an easily four, four and a half stars.
0: No. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I, I'm gonna be a little bit more generous and give five stars. For I Zane, just, I, I just,
1: and the only reason I don't give it five is I just, I hesitate to give things five stars. I'm very hesitant to get, to give something five stars, but this was very close to it. Oh yeah. Four I, and a half gonna, star. Just, I'm gonna be nice. Just fantastic. All of the hype. I, you know, I'm not one for hype, and 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 usually the people that come in with a lot of hype, I I end up go, sort of going, okay, well they're good, but you know, are they really that good? This is a case of everything you have heard is true. Uh,
0: no, I agree, and this is from somebody who's not really used to watching Nakamura wrestle before. Wow, wow, my God, I really, I really enjoyed. I mean, um, you know, me, me and my girlfriend were actually watching Takeover this past Friday. And that was, like, the really one match she really got
1: into. Mm. Like, the, the, the Fight Forever chant was something I would hate it again. Like I said, if it was any two other guys or any other match on this card, I would have hated that chant. Yeah. This is a case of it, I thought it made sense. I, it was real. Like, it didn't feel, like, forced. Like, sometimes sometimes the NXT chants feel really forced. Like, oh,
0: like the old, like the
1: ECW two thousand chance. Yeah, like, like this is awesome. Like, okay, <laughs> it's awesome. It's good. Like, it's good. What do you mean, awesome? This was awesome. This. I agree. It. So, so I, I don't think we can really say enough on this. Just a fantastic match. If you watch any match from this show, make it Zayn Nakamura for sure.
0: Oh yeah, and I love Nakamura's entrance. Plain and simple. Yes.
1: Um, this man, he, he doesn't. I'm not i don't I mean I was gonna say he doesn't speak a lick of a lick of english but i I do believe he speaks some English, but like this oh. guy is not a English native you know English is not his first language you know if he does speak english it's it's probably very broken fucking star
0: oh yeah he he is a walking charisma machine, my god, um the next one is the women's title match between Oscar and Bailey. Um,
1: okay, I'm um, gonna be the so bear. I'm gonna be the bear. I'm gonna be the bearer of bad news.
0: Hmm.
1: Um. I thought the match was fine. I didn't think the match was terrible. It. it I've. I feel like I've seen Bailey have better matches. Like I guess that's obvious. <laughs> I feel like. I, I feel like maybe I expected this match to be better than it was, and the finish. The, at least to the live crowd again maybe to the TV crowd it came off better but to the live crowd it just kind of seemed like that's it um, like like there was no like there was no like raising of the hand like one two yeah, it was it was just like it was just it, like, it was really just know,
0: like it oh tell in- the story i mean it's a good match but it wasn't storytelling like sasha or you know right
1: like- right and so that's where i kind of I hate to I hate to say like f- felt sour on this match but that's where I was just kind of like oh damn like I just, I felt like it could have been better um I did wonder why Bailey did not get a a, a send off so to speak I guess I kind of got my answer throughout the weekend uh she, she didn't need one um sort of it seemed like there were kind of uh, seeds for a heel turn from Oscar cuz she just kind of like stood there and then like she didn't, like, shake her hand or anything. She just kind of walked away. So maybe that's me reading too much into it. Um, I think you're reading too much into it. P- probably. It just it just came off... The finish came off very weird, especially to the live crowd. Like, it, it didn't kill them, I mean, obviously, but it was just like... <laughs> I don't quite know if that was Undertaker's streak ending levels of killing the crowd, but it just kind of... The crowd was just very confused.
0: yeah. I feel like the, I feel like it took the life out of them a little bit, especially as for someone who is as over as Bailey is. Um, but I think you know for, it didn't really seem like she got like a proper send off either. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, Bailey lost. That's a shame. And then like she just kind of walked to the back, like.
0: Oh, <laughs> like Taker did with thirty.
1: Not, not even that. Like they turned the lights down and everything. Like she just kind of like walked off.
0: Yeah, it's, that's it's true. just like
1: it was just like like. When they turned the lights off, like to play whatever video package, the funny part is I think it was Triple H Reigns. But, uh, like, everybody, like, booed because they wanted, like, Bailey to get, like, this send off. Like, they wanted to, like, clap for Bailey one more time, and they didn't get that chance, and they were mad.
0: (laughs) And then we go to the main
1: event. Well, we, we, we first, before that, I must cut you off. Are one piece of news for the week. Oh yeah! We then see the man himself, Bobby Roode, in the crowd, and then the crowd explodes, and people are like, "Oh yeah, Bobby Roode!" and God, it's free it's,
0: agent today.
1: It's official now. He's yep. in NXT. So awesome for him!
0: Oh yeah, he deserves it. My God, um, I've always said I've always said for years that Bobby Roode is somebody who should have been the WWE. That,
1: that's the other thing that. Um, <laughs> I hate to harp on this debate, this uh, this um, brand versus developmental debate, or not even debate, just sort of discussion. I hate to harp back on it, but does Bobby Roode really need developmental? <laughs> I think Bobby Roode is developed enough.
0: Uh, same with Austin <laughs> Aries. <laughs> you know,
1: like I think these guys are developed enough; they can.
0: Uh, that goes double for Samoa Joe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah,
1: really. Yeah, that's we'll we'll get on to that because in the main event it was. Finn Balor Samoa Joe Joe gets busted open like almost as soon as the bell rings,
0: yeah, and oh and God. not
1: even like from a strike or anything like I like he it just kind of like
0: recoil from a like from a like, strike.
1: Yeah, he just like he just like ran into the turnbuckle. All of a sudden, he's bleeding all over the place. Um, like I thought for a second, like oh, like like I thought for a second, like did he paint his face or like 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 is that like like I couldn't really see it too well, and then all of a sudden. You know, you see everybody rushing down and they're, they're checking on his eye. And here's where the crowd got. I, I feel like there's a debate here. The crowd then goes into the fuck PGE, uh, We want blood. Let them bleed type of chance. And I hate to sound wishy washy on this debate because it was a big debate Friday night, Saturday. And I hate to sound wishy washy, but I can understand both sides. Obviously, you know, WWE doesn't want blood and, and whatever we feel about that, that's just that's the case. They don't want blood. Uh, it was also a cut right over the eye, like very dangerous. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to wrestle with with blood in your eye. Um, but at the same time, they kept checking him and then they would do a move and they would check him again and they would do a move and then the match would stop and it really, disrupted the flow of the match and as a fan like that has to piss you off and so i I was split on the whole like fuck pg type of crowd i would normally cast them into the fire and and tell them to go screw themselves but at the same time there are just there were better ways to handle this situation like when joe dumped finn into the crowd like they should have just had Finn sell like he's dead and just patch Joe up or if you can't just like disqualify him and get somebody else out there and have another match like do something uh, but just to 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 throw him into the crowd clean him up do another move stop the match clean him up was just to disrupt the match like that is is not the right way to do it
0: I re- I really appreciated the uh, throwing into the security guard spot.
1: Oh my god, he Finn killed that dude.
0: Yeah, that dude's
1: that. still laying there.
0: Yeah, that that. Oh my goodness, I mean it was I mean it was an intense match, but I will agree. Like the disruptions, really. Uh, I mean, as a fan, it does. Uh, it's like it's I like, don't I feel like
1: the mood. Right. I don't mind it if like if the guy is down and and the trainers check him or if it's off camera, or, or or if a guy does a big move like Joe did where he threw Finn into the crowd and Finn kind of died for a few minutes, I don't mind that. But to me, it's like, take the time, either patch him up, fix his cut, or tell him he can't continue and stop the match. Like, don't do this wishy-washy, oh, we're going to check you, but oh, okay, you're, well, you're good for the next you know, five minutes, but then we have to check you again. Like either fix it or, or 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 don't. So that so that was my one issue as far as the as far as the blood goes and 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 the way the crowd reacted to it. I I understand it, but at the same time, there is a part of me that goes, guys, like like you know you don't want Joe's eye to fall out of his head here. You know, like it was a pretty nasty cut, like. These guys are putting their their life on the line for what we do. You know, can we really ask them to do much more? <laughs> like, should we really be asking these guys to bleed for us? Like, isn't that a little morbid? So, so there's there's yeah. two you know two sides to every coin, I suppose. Um, the actual match, pretty good match. I mean, at this point, this and the women's match after the Nakamura Zayn match. You know the crowd wasn't dead, but they didn't have that. They weren't able to keep that energy up, and that goes back to what I was saying earlier about the NXT crowd. They spent so much of the beginning portion of the show hyping themselves up, like oh, like oh, let's 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 get loud, let's chant, let's do this. That you know two hours in or whatever it was, you know by the by the women's match certainly, and then even by the by the Joe. Finn match they were uh, again not dead but they weren't quite as loud for the big spots and they weren't quite as loud for the for the big pops that you would normally get so so there's a, a portion of the NXT crowd that really likes to to, to almost psych themselves out so to speak um, as far as the match the match was fine uh, actually pretty good um, I must take umbrage with the result. I will. I will leave it at that. What did you think of the match?
0: Um, I really. I, I know it was. Was it like a roll-up finish?
1: They did the Austin Brett run up the turnbuckles roll-up spot.
0: Yeah. Um. Do you think? I kind of had the feeling that Joe was going to go to the main roster at that point. I did
1: too, and and and. Because when when the pinfall happened, I I had an issue with it. I was like, damn it, you know, I really wanted Joe to win. Like, what? you know? And then I like later on, as as I was leaving, and, and later on in the night, I realized, well, maybe we'll see Joe on Raw. And if that's the case, that probably was the best way to beat him. He's so vicious and violent, he just wouldn't let go of this hold, and Finn just happened to to roll him up uh, on the turnbuckles. Like, okay, that's not the worst finish to do to, to send the big monster off on his way to Raw if you want to put your guy over. Not terrible. When Raw comes around, we don't see Samoa Joe. So that makes me hate this finish even more. So I just, I hated this finish. I don't mind Finn Balor, but he's just not doing it for me as champion.
0: I agree. I mean, like, I like Finn Balor. I'm a fan of what he does, but I think he's getting a little stale. I think a legitimate heel turn I think would probably do a little bit more for me. You know. I just I feel like, you know, it's all like teasing. I feel like there's like a lot of teases they're like doing the, the the Balor Club and whatever. Like, I just I, like I was like-
1: expect Yeah, and, and I mean that too. I didn't even bring that up, but I was expecting like cuz I thought, okay, like that's not a bad finish. And then I thought, okay, Joe's going to walk back down the ramp. Like shake his hand or something and then bam bullet club like they attacked Joe or something I thought okay like that's like that'll be cool and then they didn't do it and there was no bullet club and and nothing like that and they just sort of there's there, there, there nothing do it so so to me it was just it was almost like what's the point why did you why did you book this match again why did why did he face Joe because like he kind of beat him last month too
0: I know there really wasn't much of a point. It wasn't even things. like a
1: it wasn't even like a no holds barred type deal, you know, where they well, could get where they could get violent. I mean, it, it turned out to be, but like,
0: I know. It, hopefully, we do see Joe in the new roster soon. I, I think it's a little overdue now.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, overall, I gotta give Takeover four stars.
0: Yep, that sounds fair to me. Takeover Dallas gets four stars. All five. right,
1: all right. put it in, put it that in the books and we'll, we'll break it out at the end of the year and go, what the fuck were we thinking? <laughs> uh, actually, I, I probably have a rating that I'll, we'll get on to it. Uh, we then, we then, uh, Saturday after that. Also, I must say, <laughs> before I forget, because uh, this is also chronicling uh, uh, my trip to Dallas. Getting into Dallas is a bitch. Actually, no, not getting into Dallas. I apologize. Dallas is fine. Uh, Dealey Plaza is very small, for the record. If you, if you ever. That's embarrassing. Okay. That's embarrassing as yeah. shit. This is a professional broadcast, and we ain't doing fucking shit. So, um, <laughs> Dealey Plaza is very small if you ever go there. It's like this really little blip on the, on the radar. So there's that. Um, getting into Irving texas which is where the hotel was that we were staying at a fucking bitch these motherfuckers have fucking highways and access roads and bullshit like that and 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 construction out the fucking ass motherfuckers this was so fucking hard to find our hotel and we have gps this is not trying to use a map and 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 all that type of bullshit from the fifties. This is 2016. It is current year. We have GPS, and we still couldn't find this fucking hotel because fuck Irving, Texas. So there's I that. Agree. So there's that. Um, the other thing. The other thing. What a burger! Fucking fantastic. Get their onion rings. I don't know where these places are. I know they're in the south, and I think there's some. Uh, I. Think there's some out west. I don't know if they. I don't know if they're here in the East Coast or not. I do believe they are mostly in the South. Then they are certainly in Texas. Get yourself some Whataburger onion rings. I. I hope they sponsor us, but they don't. So so that's all I can say about them. Now, after that high of of NXT Takeover Dallas, and trying to find food at two in the morning, which we would do for the next few days finding food at two in the morning is very hard by the way (laughs) there should be a lot more places open 24 hours why do we not have like 24 hour wendy's and chick-fil-a and places like that 24 hour chipotle please
0: chipotle
1: (laughs) so uh we then go on to 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 saturday i did some of the access stuff it was an interesting experience um I'll save that for another podcast because I don't want to bore you. Like, none of you saw it. (laughs) Like, that was a really great exhibit they had. Um, so, but what you did see, and what I saw later on, was the Hall of Fame. Um, nothing really, nothing really groundbreaking here. Typical Hall of Fame. I thought one thing that was done well, all the speeches were kept relatively short. Which, is one, which was one of my big complaints last year. I found last year's to be, quite frankly, boring in a lot of spots because all the speeches went, like, 12 hours. It was, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, oh, Nash, can you get on with it? I love you, Nash, but, my God, we've been here all night. Um, and so the one thing is they kept this Hall of Fame relatively short, it se- at least it seems like it, um, the the freebird speech it was awesome to see WWE pay for the rights to freebird by Leonard Skinnert. that was awesome to see um i thought the Freebird speech was well done a little long-winded but well done um it's you know sting was classy as always um, outside of that really nothing uh nothing you know really noteworthy i thought oh why one thing i did want to say i thought Snoop Dogg's speech was actually like one of the better speeches. <laughs> like, it was better than most yeah. wrestlers' speeches, to be honest.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, the only thing I have to note about the Hall of Fame speech is that, fuck, I was not ready for Sting to actually retire. I still really wasn't.
1: Uh, re- really? I, I kind of expected it. I kind of figured he would, like, the Hall of Fame would be his, okay, guys, like, yeah, I'm done.
0: I, I was really. You know, I, I've always wanted to see Sting at least have one more match in his career, and damn. It,
1: it, it does it does kind of suck like that's uh, how his career ends, like not really, you, you know, not like this proud, you know, head held high kind of moment. He was just kind of rushed off because, like, he almost got paralyzed. It kind of kind of sucks in that way, but hey, he got a Hall of Fame out of it. He got one last night to, you know, get some cheers out of it, so good for him.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. So let's hurry up and move let's let's skim through WrestleMania, shall we? Uh
1: yes. So it is one o'clock Texas time. I believe I believe central time is is what Texas falls under. Uh so we, we, we head to the arena. I will get onto this when I get on to Raw and my experience getting into there. Uh by the way, the lines for access Fuck the lines for access. That's one thing I wanted to mention it's It's hard to explain because again, none of you saw it, but i for anybody who's ever been there you you know what I'm talking about. these lines are ridiculous like like it's almost like you have to know who's going to be there and what you want to do like right off the bat, and you have to get there like two fucking hours before like anybody else is there. so the lines are ridiculous for access with that being said. We had pretty good luck with the lines the whole the whole weekend outside of access, and I'll explain more when we get into here because this is where a lot of people had issues with the lines. So, one o'clock, we had we head down there, and at t Stadium is not clear on when they open the doors, like. The website says, eh, we open maybe two hours beforehand uh, sometimes, usually. And so we're just kind of like, okay, two hours beforehand. So we figure that the, the pre-show starts at 5 for Texas time. So we should probably want to get in line, I guess, you know, 2 at least. Um, so, so we drive there. First off, we have to find the, the, the parking spot. The parking, uh, the lot area that we've we've, uh, got a parking pass for. And so we're circling around the the stadium and we can't find it. And the one road that leads to it is blocked off. Ah, great. So then we have to make a giant circle. We have to get out of this little area. We have to make a circle, go back, just make this, again, just this giant circle type deal Finally, to get back into the area where we can now enter this this lot here. So so we enter the lot. We have a hell of a time trying to cross the road getting over to the stadium because, man, these bus drivers are insane in Texas. They will run your ass over. They don't give a flying fuck. So finally, we cross the road. It's like fucking Frogger. And so uh, so we finally, we get there. And we're circling around, and it's hot as balls. By the way, it's like eighty degrees. It's hot as balls. Like I, like I had to like take off my undershirt and not try to disgust people with my with my fucking fatness. And so we're just we're walking around, and we're walking to different uh, gates, and, and and they all look packed as fuck. And so we're just standing there. We're not even in a line, really. We're just standing there. And out of the corner of our eye, we see there's a couple people standing next to a gate. And it kind of looks like, hey, maybe there's some people there that might want to bring us in. So we so we mosey on over. Uh, and so we're about maybe 20th back or so. And we look behind us, and everybody just kind of follows us. It's like a fucking... Uh, rats, you know, they just kind of follow the, they follow the cheese, you know, and then, and then they follow whoever they think has a line and so, I believe the doors were actually supposed to open at 3.30, I'm boring the fuck out of all of you with this story, but this needs to be told so the doors were supposed to open, or the gate's supposed to open at 10, or at uh, not 10, uh, 3, 3.30 and so we're waiting there, 3.30 comes along no one's, no one's doing anything. The people there are just, just standing. They're just being assholes. They're just standing behind this gate. And so now, now the people are starting to get a little restless. You know, it's like, hey, it's three blah, thirty, blah blah. Finally, at three forty-five, three fifty-ish. Finally, they open the gates and people come flooding in, and and from there we're in, we're in this this. Uh, we're not, we're not in the stadium yet, but we're in this uh, gated off little area. We're we're in, so so we get we get some beers, we we head in, and I will tell you this: when we when we get into the stadium, you know, you open the doors, you walk in, there's this open area, and from the second we walked in, it just <laughs> I don't have my breath taken away often. But damn, this place looks amazing. It just, it looks so good. Of course, you know, the WWE, they always set up their stadiums to look amazing. They set up the the Citrus Bowl, which by all means was a piece of shit. And they even made that look decent. And here they are, they're making the state-of-the-art stadium just look so fantastic. And it's so breathtaking and mind-blowing. So we marvel at that for like a good ten to fifteen minutes. We just marvel at how good this looks so finally, we go hey let's let's you know let's get to our seats here and so we walk across uh we walk across this little area. we're just walking around pretty much just walking around the whole uh the whole concourse. that's the word I was going for, and so there's directions that say. If you're, if you're on the floor or, or on the risers, go to 229 and, and walk down the tunnel. And so we go over to 229. We don't see any tunnel. We see some stairs. So we walk down the stairs. Well, that's not where we need to go. So we walk back up the stairs. We see some stairs. Uh, we see some more stairs that go up. We go, okay, maybe we should go up. So we go up the stairs. Well, that's not where we need to go. So we go back down the stairs. We're walking all around. We walk back back around the concourse, just again making practically a giant circle. Finally, we ask somebody, "Hey, how do we get to these seats?" We asked about three people, by the way. Almost none of them knew what, even what the fuck they we were talking about. It's it's like they never worked their day in their life. So finally, we ask somebody who knows what he's doing, and he he's like, "Oh, you got to go outside. You know, you gotta you gotta get this wristband and." and like then you got to go to this line and they'll know what to do. Okay, so so we go outside, we get the wristband, we come back in, and we're standing in this line. And this line just is not moving. It's just not moving. And at this point, we can hear Jerry the King Lolo's music, and so people are freaking out, like, and I'm freaking out because hey, I want to go, I want to get into my seat, goddammit. it. And so this line just is not moving. It's going slow as 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 like dog piss. I don't know how slow dog piss goes, but it's going slow. It's just like this story. It just never ends. And so finally we look up and there's a sign and it says, it it says with wristband, without wristband. And, And we just, we go to where it says with wristband and freedom. This is, this is freedom. The feeling, this is a feeling of like when you have to take a piss. And, you ha- and you're forced to hold it in. And finally you can let it go. That's what this feeling was like. Because this line was empty. Empty. So all we had to do was walk. Now here's where it gets inter- interesting. <laughs> so we walk down this this corridor. And, and, and we're in this line. And we're just we're walking down. And this is where it gets a little weird. Because then we're walking down this tunnel. And... It's, it's almost like a staircase because you go down, you turn, you turn back around, you go down, you turn, you turn back around, you go down. So it's, it's, it's think of like a staircase, like a giant staircase, except flat. So we're walking down, we turn, walk down, turn, walk down, turn, and we think, okay, well, we should be here. We've walked down and turned enough. You know, you would think that these are stories or maybe half stories, and we're not that far up. This fucking thing took us eight down and turns to get to the floor. I don't know how low AT&T Stadium sinks in the ground, but damn, that took forever. So that took forever, and so finally we walk out and we're walking out to the to the floor area. And this again, once again, I have to marvel because this this fucking thing looks beautiful. The screen is so fucking big, and and the whole lights are so fucking bright. And there's the ring right there, and it looks so beautiful, and it's bright. No one's wrestled on it, so it's all clean. And so, finally, we walk over, we get to our seats, we walk up these couple of stairs, and we get to them, and finally we've sat down. Everything is hunky-dory. This is where we'll get to talking about the matchups and everything that happened at WrestleMania. We sit down, Ryback's music starts playing, and I look around, and I see absolutely nobody. And from there, after all of that diatribe, we get on to the pre-show of WrestleMania.
0: How did you feel about the pre-show match?
1: Um, I, I was a li- it felt a bit short. Again, maybe it's just because I just spent the last... like That whole sequence took... I don't want to say it took an hour. It took maybe 30, 30 minutes or so, it seems like. Maybe 45 minutes. From entering the building to to setting down in our seats, um, but the the first Ryback Kalisto match seemed kind of short. I expected it to be a little bit longer.
0: Wrong guy went over.
1: I would agree. To I, I would agree. I mean, I'm not a big Kalisto fan, so that probably has a lot to do with it. But but also, I just I felt like Ryback could have used the U.S. belt.
0: Um, where is he na- at now on television?
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, Kalisto is losing to the VOD villains, and Ryback's nowhere to be seen.
0: Yeah, it seems like anybody, anybody who won at Mania lost later in the week. Anyone who lost at NXT won. on the I don't know. It seems like the only one that didn't benefit from losing was Ryback.
1: I felt bad for these two guys, because like I said, I looked around, and there was... Nobody there. That's a little bit of an exaggeration. It was about a quarter full, if that. And there was, like, almost nobody in the floor seats because this is where, you know, AT&T, ATT Stadium a football stadium, obviously. And so outside of, like, concerts and stuff, they don't really have floor seating. You know, they're not, like, a basketball arena or anything like that. So when they have floor seating, they have trouble because one of the, uh, the ushers was then explaining to us later on in the show – uh, he was explaining that like they always have issues when it comes to like uh, planning concerts and stuff because they just for whatever reason they just they 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 can't do it right for you know again whatever reason it is so there was an issue here where the floor seats were really for lack of a better term they were empty like I feel like we were like one of the first people to, uh, people to uh, to get in our seats. So um, I felt bad for these guys. Like, it's WrestleMania, and you're kind of wrestling in front of, like, an indie crowd, pretty much.
0: Uh, I wouldn't go that far.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay, (laughs) Okay, maybe that's a little far. But it's just, like, you know, not exactly a bunch of people, you know, screaming. (laughs) Keep in
0: mind that that supposedly over 100,000 people are there, so.
1: True. True. very, Very true. We'll get on to that. I have something to say to, to to Big Dave, so to speak. But uh,
0: got it. Uh, no, I got we got to the Ten Diva Tag. Well,
1: we had we we had like this ceremony with Lita, where she was like, "This is the Women's Championship now." It's like okay, cool. <laughs> what the best part of the pre-show? What the best part? It wasn't <laughs> even
0: something scheduled or anything either.
1: What What do you think of the belt? I like um, it. You personally.
0: mean the white belt version of the world title? Yeah. Um, let's. It's basically we're not going to get rid of the design of the world title, and we like the white strap of the IC belt. So
1: <laughs> fair enough.
0: That, that makes it feminine, right? <laughs> I, don't
1: know, I, I, I like it. Also, one thing I noticed, and I noticed obviously I didn't notice this, you know, being there, but I noticed this watching it back is. They really like. Ref- they flat out refused to use the term diva.
0: About damn time! Like,
1: like they were just like these, these div, these superstars. And it's just like, wow! I'm so used to them calling them like divas that when they said these superstars, I had to, like I freaked out for a moment. I'm like, what?
0: I know it was. It was weird, but again, it, it's... But needed,
1: very needed. Um. And we'll get onto that uh, later on, obviously. Uh, We then had the the 10-Diva tag, the Total Divas against Team Lana. And uh, Total Divas win. Brie Bella has a a nice counter out of uh, uh, something Naomi was doing. I forget now exactly what it was. But it was a nice counter into the the Yes Lock. Brie Bella wins. A nice little goodbye ceremony. Um, Nothing really to write home about, but a a fine 10-Diva tag.
0: Um, I mean if that's the way Bree Bell is going to leave the company, that's as good as I guess gonna be I could say it's
1: one of the better ten diva tags cuz I feel like we've seen some really fucking shit ones.
0: Um they really kept Lana in the ring in a
1: I I point. was good, I was just about to say thank you for bringing that up. I was just about to say for this being Lana's debut, she took like one move
0: um, and I'm glad they kept Eva Marie at a minimal, too.
1: Sure. He, here's the thing I'll say. I'm no fan of Eva Marie by any means. I find her to be fake as fuck. I find her to be, quite frankly, boring as shit. Um, and obviously, she's been a terrible wrestler in the past. I will say this. She didn't fuck anything up. She did not fuck anything up.
0: I agree. I, she delivered
1: honest? She delivered a fine suplex and a fine, like, big boot or whatever the fuck it was.
0: yeah. Um, I like how everybody booed her the second she walked in, and then when they saw her, she was okay. Everybody shut up.
1: Like, like, yeah, like, she wasn't even the worst wrestler in the match.
0: I know. So that's surprising. Now people can leave her alone.
1: Exactly. So, so, uh, but I am by no means a defender of Eva Marie, and I've been very critical of her in the past, but I am also fair. She did fine here. Good job. I agree. Um...
0: um and then we went to the main event of the pre show, which was Usos versus Dudley's.
1: This was very short. This is a case of, I thought this should have gone a little bit longer.
0: Yeah. I mean, for as hyped as it was, you
1: think. So, but, uh, I mean, with that being said, I mean, it is only the pre show, so, I mean, you don't want to, like, burn everybody out and stuff. So it was fine. The Usos get their moment, so to speak. Uh, Slamming the Dudleys through the tables, so you know, good for them. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think I got a nice little WrestleMania moment, um, and then I believe that takes us to the main card.
1: That would take us to to the main card. Now, uh, I just want to say this: I, I will try to keep my thoughts as far to uh, like what the live crowd seemed to feel and what I seem to feel at the time. Uh, I've watched; I think I've watched most of WrestleMania. In the time that it's happened, but I, I maybe there's some stuff that I've I've missed, maybe a little nuance kind of stuff. I will say this: the opening shot they had, where where they do the signature and it fades in, and you just see this sea of humanity. Oh my god, just a beautiful like image. I don't even know what to call it, but just a beautiful image of all these fucking wrestling fans. In this one place, at this one time, just like just beautiful. The place looked packed. It looked beautiful on television.
0: No, oh yeah, it did. Oh my god, it was filled like Dallas. I'm impressed. Good job.
1: (laughs) As as somebody who likes to rag on Dallas for obvious reasons, (laughs) I was in I was in enemy territory this evening, but. Very nice stadium. I, I hate the team that plays there. Y'all can suck a dick, but <laughs> but uh, but uh, I do have to give Jerry Jones a little bit of credit. He he, him and his architects built a nice place, and and really I think and I'll get onto this later on, but it seems like a perfect place for wrestling, um, as far as noise level, like like I just. I'm just going to talk generally here for a moment and I want you to chime in because I feel like you're a better ear on this than than maybe I am even. Did the crowd seem lively and loud? Because I can tell you it seemed like being there. The crowd was hot and, and a lot of times you hear stories of like these stadium shows where the noise kind of goes up or the guys can't really hear the crowd. And I felt like I heard the crowd pretty good.
0: Um, I will, I will admit that even, like, during, like, football games, uh, like, it seems like it's, like, a different atmosphere, you know, when, when you go into, like, a uh, stadium than you do, like, an arena. And this is one of those cases where it really felt like a football crowd, where it's just, like, a lot more live. The acoustics felt more surround sound. So, yeah, it, it seemed lively, for sure.
1: Okay, because I was going to say, like, because like, I've heard stories, and, and in 24 you know, we got loud, but it was also, it was outside, so, you know, it wasn't like this resounding, you know, pop or anything, um, in Dallas, it seemed like there, when there was a pop, it, you know, it went up, and it reverbed, and it, it, you, like, it felt like everybody could hear, especially when everybody got shaken, uh, at, at different points, um, so we then get into the, uh, the opening match of the show, the, seven-man ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. And I wasn't really too sure what to expect out of this. I really wasn't expecting anything. Maybe that's why I really enjoyed this. I really did. Like, this is, like, one of the better multi-man ladder matches I feel like I've seen in a while. And, and again, I admit perhaps this is... Perhaps all of my commentary here this evening is just me coming off of the quote-unquote WrestleMania buzz... So take that for, for what you will, so to speak. But uh, I thought this ladder match was fantastic. I felt like it was one of the better multi-man ladder matches I've seen. And these things usually go one of two ways. They're either really good and really fun, or they're botchy and they're fucky and they're just a clusterfuck and, and no one likes it. Or I mean, they like it for some of the spots, but it just it, it doesn't get anybody into it outside of the big spots. I felt like this was as good a multi-man ladder match as you can get, especially in the modern day and age of guys don't want to kill each other.
0: Yeah, especially in the injury era. Um, I thought the match was fine. Um, wrong guy went over. Uh, this,
1: this here, um, I, I forgot to – I somehow forgot to mention that um, – Zack Ryder goes over the last guy anybody expected. Here's why I will defend it. No one saw that coming. I guess. Like, like I don't know. It just to to me, it got it see, it got a really big pop from the crowd. Like, it wasn't like he won and the crowd like died. Like, like if he won and the crowd died, I'd say, oh wow, that was the wrong decision. But like he won and the crowd like popped because they didn't expect it. And, like, he lost it the the day later. Like, to me, I was okay with this. Not what I would have done. Like, I, that's the key word I'm going to say throughout this, really, this whole pay-per-view. Not what I would have done, but I'm okay with it. And this is a case of not what I would have done. Personally, I would have liked Miz winning, especially considering he ended up winning the belt anyway. But I was okay with this. The crowd didn't expect it. They popped huge. Yeah,
0: I mean, I guess I was really hoping Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn would get the win. That was my pick. Right. Seemed like all signs were going to point that way. Uh, thankfully, Sami Zayn looks like he's now kind of being presented as a, the underdog main eventer or upper card star now, if you see on Raw or even SmackDown for that matter. but It seems like
1: it's – here's a case of um, – I went back and I watched uh, I watched it on, on – uh, with a commentary – I And I thought, for once, they actually did a really good job of telling the story as it was happening. Because as soon as Sami Zayn did that fucky suplex into the ladder on Owens, the second he did that, uh, Michael Cole's like, oh man, like Sami Zayn just cost Kevin Owens the Intercontinental Championship right there. And I thought, that's brilliant! Like, oh my god, you actually sold something for once! You told a story as it was happening! I, I thought just that little nuance there, I thought was brilliant, because that's the motivation for Kevin Owens beating up Sami Zayn, and that's the motivation for Sami Zayn beating up Kevin Owens, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and they're going to fight forever. like To me, just that little line there, nothing too significant, but it was enough like to sort of put it in the back of your head that these guys hate each other, and, and their feud really isn't even about the belt. It doesn't need the belt. It's, it's a blood feud.
0: You know I agree. These are they're. Very, uh, I love the fact they're being presented as main eventers now in a way. Right. It's like the new age, like ruthless aggression, Triple H, Shawn Michaels kind of thing. That's exactly
1: what I was thinking of. Like like the Elimination Chamber where Shawn was like, I don't really care if I win. I just like want to beat the fuck out of you. And like that's kind of what this re- Like obviously on a lesser scale, but that's what this reminded me of. Of like, Sami Zayn didn't really. I mean, obviously he wants to win, but like. He just wanted to fuck Kevin Owens,
0: and they beat the shit out of each other at Mania, and like I love how the crowd reacted. Yeah, the night. um, that's what that was sort of like the best part. Um, anything else you want to note about the Intercontinental Title match?
1: Um, I love Stardust's uh, Dusty Ladder. Um, I almost wish Stardust would have won, um, just to give him like that that sort of that moment, uh, especially considering like. It's Texas and you know, it's that Dusty and everything. Um, outside of that, um, I just like I said, I just I thought it was well put together. Nothing you know, nothing botched or anything, which I think is like really a marvel. This has to be the first ladder match where like nothing was botched, at least that I can think of.
0: Yeah, and it's Sin Cara was in it. Think
1: about it. I that. know, I know. It's so insane. Um so outside of that, I, I thought this was a a, a well done match and, and we could argue about the booking. Um, I'm willing to concede on that, I suppose. Uh, we then get Y2J and AJ, uh, and this wrong guy went over. A, a case of a case of wrong. AJ Styles, That's my
0: favorite. Like, what the fuck?
1: A case you of a case of wrong guy went over. I again, at the time, I did not mind it because hey, I, it was a great match. Like, at least you know, at least it was a great match. A loss to Chris Jericho does not, and as obviously as we've seen, a loss to Chris Jericho does not kill AJ. However, again, I will state the the phrase, "Not what I would have done." Um, I would have had um, AJ,
0: especially considering now that AJ Styles is, you know, the number one contender the, for the world for the for the world title.
1: The one thing I can say, I know, I know, I'm going to come off as an apologist, and if you want to, if you want to throw that card at me, feel free. Please do. Apologist. Well, you have to let me finish before you throw that card at me. Like It's like Go Fish. You have to let me, uh, or Uno, or whatever it is. So, <laughs> Apologist. But I'll say this. Um, everybody and their mother, it's sort of the, my same defense of the, of the ladder match. Everybody and their mother thought AJ would win, so they gave the win to Jericho to make it not, not as obvious.
0: Right. Um, I still
1: think AJ should have won. I still think at the end you just you pull that trigger, you put AJ over Jericho. But to me the match was so good. I don't know. I saw some people well, sort the match of
0: match was great. I mean I'm not gonna deny that. I saw
1: some people that did not care for this match and I have to wonder what they were thinking.
0: Um uh, probably because they, they've already kind of seen it doesn't feel as special. I, I guess
1: so. I just to me, I just I thought this was just a really well done match. It did maybe go a little bit long. I would have shaved some minutes off of this for other matches and we'll get on to that. But as far as just a standalone match and as far as like we just had this crazy ladder match and now we're having this great like technical slash high flying type of match. I thought I like at this point WrestleMania is batting a thousand. Like I thought this was I thought this match was fantastic. Again, the booking odd to say the least, but I, I, I didn't I'm not gonna say I didn't mind it because I I do wish AJ would have gone over, but it didn't kill AJ. AJ's career was not this one night. He has more to do, yeah. and I think he and he kind of said the same thing on Raw like like ah, I lost one night like it sucks but hey like I'm I'm here for the long haul type of deal.
0: I yeah I mean that's great and plus. Like, I love how in running Night Raw in One Night, they really established new main event talent. They did the one thing that, like, um, we've kind of been complaining about. Like, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and AJ Styles are now considered main event talent.
1: Like, like now, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens is what I've been saying since uh, Sami Zayn came in. Like, now I feel like, okay, now we have a feud. Now we have something we can sink our teeth into. A month ago, they didn't.
0: Right. No, I agree. Um, what was the What was the next match? The Divas match. Uh,
1: no, it was. <laughs> funny, fun note about the. This is the type of stuff you. you could, oh, New Day League. This is the type of stuff you can only get being there live. There was a period where Chris Jericho and AJ were. They had a headlock in, and if you thought that headlock, excuse me, if you thought that headlock went a little long. And I don't know if it did or didn't, but if you were thinking, oh, wow, like, come on, AJ, come back by now. It's because they were busy setting up the giant box of bootios on the stage. Mm-hmm. And so it was a little bit distracting, the crowd, and I think you could tell it on the on the live feed, the crowd sort of died kind of in the middle of the match because everybody was looking over at the stage trying to figure out, what the fuck is this thing they're putting up? And finally, we noticed that it was a box of bootios. And it was just... So everybody was looking at this giant 20-foot box of bootios and not at the match. Eventually, they got back into the match. And I think that's a testament to how good Jericho and AJ are. They both are. Um, It's a testament to how good they are. Jericho, a bit more of a pro as far as the WWE style. So I'm going to give him a little bit more credit, per se. But he was able to bring the crowd back. They got back into it. In time for the finish, so I thought, uh, good job by those guys. And speaking of the twenty-foot box of buteos, we then get New Day versus League of Nations, and New Day have like (laughs) the strangest, the strangest, the (laughs) strange. Yes, by a large margin. This is where I. This is where I start to complain. Um, But the strangest WrestleMania entrance of all time. Not best, not worst, but strangest. A okay. giant box of. Would you mind me
0: giving the visual? Would you mind me doing this? A
1: giant fucking box of bootios and yes, bootios, Go ahead.
0: And it tumbles over. Okay, <laughs> this is what I had to see on television. So it tumbles over and you now, see-
1: now 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 before you continue, do you want me to lu- to ruin the illusion for you? After. Okay.
0: After. So.
1: Because I was know. very curious, I was very curious sitting there. I was like. How does this look on TV? So, so good. Continue.
0: Um. So, you know, I'm an anime nerd. Everybody, I think everyone is aware of that by now. So, I see this giant box of booties <laughs> fall over on stage, right? And what to, to my surprise, I see like this giant, like chocolate Cheerios, like falling out of the box, and I see. <laughs> All three members of New Day dressed up in Dragon Ball Z costumes. <laughs> not anything serial related. Not like, like one is dressed up as like Tony the Tiger. No one is dressed up as and Sam. Or like you know, no. It's just like, yeah. I mean, I guess it's pretty cool. Like it's. I, I know it's, it's like- almost like
1: they had two ideas and they were like, ah, oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, really, like, I'm telling you, I, I, I'm sure, like, WWE Creative was like, hey, or no, like, Kofi and Biggie were like, oh, hey, let's come out of a cereal box of bootios, and Xavier Woods is like, Well, oh, I made these DVD costumes, <laughs> you know, I even got the Dragon Balls ready, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but no. we, we kind of got like, the
1: bootio thing going on, like, we kind of got, like, shirts of bootios. I'm so. a
0: nerd, I promise, up, up, down, down, and, like, <laughs> <laughs> come on, man, I, lo- I, lo- I love the channel, and I love Xavier Woods, but... Uh, and I and of course I appreciated the the, the Dragon Ball Z costumes, but uh, I will say you know even though it was kind of cool that day, I will say looking back it was it was a clusterfuck. Like
1: like <laughs> I enjoyed it. Like this I is a great. This like for for pure enjoyment, New Day are like easily the best thing. Like good, yeah. bad, or different, just pure like entertainment. New Day are it. I love so, how
0: like they're the only team that can get away with World Star
1: references and gets away with it. <laughs> So so I have a couple of comments to make. I will ruin the illusion folks if you don't want the illusion of the entrance ruined skip about like a minute or so. So they set up the box and to, and what I thought was going to happen is I thought that New Day were going to run through the box like like you know like a football game where like they set up the banner and the guys run through it. Yeah. I thought it was going to be something like that. Like like Austin when he did the glass breaking. Like I yeah. thought it was going to be that that kind of thing. Next thing you know we see these stage hands and they tip over the box, and I saw on TV that they did not show the stage hands tipping over the box. It just looked like it automatically tipped over. This is not the case. Yeah, they had the stage hands lift it up and tip it. I, I hate to break the illusion here, but this what is else where are you gonna tell me Santa Claus is it? Real? This is where I break the, the fuck. This is where I really break the illusion, and I hate to do this, and I'm so sorry.
0: Good thing pro wrestling isn't fake. But
1: New Day, New Day just came out through the curtain, and they walked through the bottom of the box, which was hollow. And there was no – it's not like they were trapped in the box for, like, an hour, which I really – I would have loved that a little bit more. Like, commit to the gimmick, guys. But they just sort of – it was – the box was hollow. The back – was there was no back to it, and they just walked through the back, and then it looked like, oh, we came out of a box of cereal. And so (laughs) – I I, am sorry. I am sorry. Uh, Oh, well um it was still watching live it was one of those things it's like what the fuck are they doing and then like as i saw the bootios spill out onto it's like oh that's fucking brilliant (laughs) because when you're watching it it's like they the box like why did they tip the box over what the fuck was the point of that and then like when you see the bootios fall out it's like oh my god that's brilliant
0: food for thought (laughs)
1: literally
0: um Nice, yeah, nice segue. Uh, Do you think the people who lost at Mania are so, I guess, in the eyes of creative, you know, because so
1: over they can afford a loss? Yeah, with with
0: with new day with with new day with new day losing was just to say, oh hey, Del Rio, Barrett, Rusev, and Sheamus actually got a win at Mania.
1: With 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 new day, I'll say this: Um, this match wasn't for the belts. They could afford a loss, and it's set up for the segment later on. Now, with this being said, yeah. with this being said, New Day still should have won. I would have had of Nations beat them up, like, afterwards or something. Yeah. So so I would have done it that way. I just want to make that clear. I'm the but biggest – company company,
0: re- like, thrives on 50-50 re- booking. Though. Yeah,
1: I just – I want to make it clear I'm a huge New Day fan. I would have loved for them to win. I I kind of, sort of, semi understand why they didn't, but I, I still, I would have put them over had League of Nations beat them out right afterwards. Here's, here's where, here's what I'll say about New Day. These motherfuckers are over. Oh yeah, here's, well, New Day, here's well, the thing. No doubt about it. Here's the thing. The one shirt I saw throughout the whole fucking goddamn weekend. It wasn't Bailey. It wasn't Joe. It wasn't Finn Balor. It wasn't Sami Zayn. It wasn't Kevin Owens. Uh, I did see some Kevin Owens throughout the weekend. Um, it wasn't AJ Styles. wasn't Chris Jericho. Damn sure was not Roman Reigns. wasn't even Dean Ambrose, who I love. wasn't Suplex City Brock Lesnar. The one shirt I saw throughout the entire fucking weekend, all four things I went to, New Day Booty-O shirt. That is the one shirt I saw a bunch of motherfuckers wearing the entire goddamn weekend. And here's the funny part about New Day. Like like at Access they have that thing where like you can do the entrance and, and whatever and like walk down this makeshift ramp. Almost every other person was doing New Day. They would get their friends and they would do the New Day chant thing and they would do the New Day oh, you know Dallas You know and they would walk out and they would dance and as you were walking out of the arenas people are driving by and they're honking their horns to the new day rocks chant like i can't make this fucking shit up they are they are beeping their horns beep 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 and people are dancing in the streets to these to these motherfuckers this it's the craziest thing i've ever seen in my life and new day are over like a rover so to speak new day should have gone over but if you want to talk about can afford a loss and it not affect their popularity, New Day is it. This did not hurt the popularity of the New Day. With that being said, I, I they should have won, and I really hope they win next year. But uh, just agree. an antidote from the, the WrestleMania weekend is that New Day by far are the most overact in the company like like by a far margin like I didn't even and I like new day but I didn't even realize how over they were how so just like I never like i just i never would have thought that like I would see so many shirts with bootios on it I mean who the fuck wears a shirt with bootios on it <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it goes back to what I said, um, I think a couple weeks ago, I think I was talking about Cena or somebody, when I was like, if you can make the crowd do stupid fucking shit, you're over. Like, there are people wearing fucking dildos on their head because of New Day. There are people wearing these bright blue fucking shirts with a black man, with a cartoon of a black man eating Bootyos <laughs> with a tagline that they that it's make sure you're not booty. Who the fuck would wear this? Um, and yet I saw so you do realize many what kind of
0: culture we're in now, right?
1: <sighs> Shut up. And yet I saw so many people, white, black, young, old, everybody was loving it. And again, even just with the people driving by on like on the roads honking their horn to the new day rocks chant and you would see people dancing to a fucking car horn which is the most irritable sound on earth it's like fucking hell (sighs) new day are over that's my point of this (laughs) this whole spiel is that new day are over they get the crowd to do their ridiculous thing the crowd Joins along with their whole entire opening speech, myself included. That is when you're over. With that being said, we should probably talk about the actual content of the match.
0: Can we not?
1: <laughs> I didn't... The match wasn't bad. It was nothing special. It was nondescript. It probably... It went maybe again, like I said about AJ Jericho, and because of another match... Um, it went a little long I would have liked to seen it cut down to maybe seven minutes I didn't think the match was that bad the match was okay at best new day should have it, gone on.
0: it was better than I thought but the fact that Sheamus is in it kind of hurts you know the guy is in <laughs> it's in.
1: I get that um <laughs> I mean Sheamus is a I mean I would say a decent wrestler, but yeah, I am just kind of bored by him at the moment. It was funny. The <laughs> League of Nations come out. First off, Del Rio wants nothing to do with these guys. I think that's yeah, like, really. I think that's like so obvious that he wants nothing to do with these guys. And so there's that. And then I swear as God is my witness and the person who was sitting next to me at WrestleMania can attest to this. I wish I would have gotten like his Twitter name or something to that effect. As God is my witness, League of Nations are walking down, or no, they like they hit a move. I think like they they hit some kind of move. I think Rusev did like a kick or, or something, and there was one guy behind, I, literally one guy, one guy like a couple rows back who went, boo, and that was it. And I turned to the guy next to me and I say, "That's the most heat League of Nations has ever gotten." And, oh, my God, he, like, died. And I died. Because it's like, that's a fantastic reaction to the League of Nations. Just a quick boo. And that's it. (laughs)
0: Uh, Well, at least now we can say that Rusev, Barrett, and Del Rio have a WrestleMania. And Sheamus all have a WrestleMania win. Good for them. Let that sink in. Let that sink in.
1: Good for them. That's depressing.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean... (laughs) And plus, we got a, like a little nostalgia.
1: We then get to the to the best part of this matchup, <laughs> which uh, itself, which 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 Barrett, you know, Barrett cuts a promo, and I'm thinking, what's he cutting? And I'm, it, it, the gears quickly roll in my head. I'm like, oh, somebody's coming out. Like I, you know, I wonder who. Bam, Shawn Michaels comes out. And the, the place explodes. They love Shawn Michaels still. And I thought, okay, he's going to bring out like the Outlaws, or he's going to he's going to bring out like DX, and and or you know that's what I thought. I was thinking like DX, and then all of a sudden Foley comes out, and it's like what the, what the fuck Foley? Uh, okay, you know, a nice little nostalgic thing. Okay, cool. I guess I see what they're doing here. And by that point, you could kind of figure out. Hmm, I wonder if it's going to be is it going to be Austin? Oh, like and then bam, glass shatters. Holy fucking shit! I I did not attend an Attitude Era show. And I have often compared uh, the Daniel Bryan Yes Chance to what I assume an Austin pop would have been like. I maintain that to a certain extent, but god damn these people exploded. Everybody in there, even like little kids who've never seen Steve Austin exploded. Oh my god. Now that was a pop.
0: Oh, Oh yeah, I mean like, the nostalgia factor was nice, but... You know other the fact. I, I will say that, like, hold on, Shawn hold Michaels on, hold on. Mick you did Foley.
1: not say. You did not say. But please tell me you didn't butt this.
0: No, no, no. No, that's no, a good thing. I will admit that. Uh, Mick Foley and Shawn Michaels really do look. They were. They look. Mick
1: Foley they, looks fantastic, considering like the last time we saw him.
0: Agreed. Like, agreed. like. Um.
1: And even Shawn, nice. even Shawn Michaels. Like Shawn Michaels looked really good, and like. I saw some people say, oh, Sean looked really good. And I didn't quite notice, like, from where I was sitting, quite how he looked. He kind of looked, like, to me, like how he's always looked. But I noticed, like, watching on TV, oh, he looked so much better than, like, when he retired.
0: Yeah. Um, now, the only but I have to put on this thing is I wish they weren't beating up the League of Nations. I kind of hope they were going after the New Day. three over people and three over people kind of like yeah
1: yeah the only thing i would say is it seems new day are faces yeah and it kind of would have been like oh they're faces but now they're back to being heels like that would have been a really quick transition although i guess in the end i mean it kind of i i I hesitate to say it doesn't matter but (laughs) you know um, it just it's Um... like that's the only thing i would say to, like to that idea, although I like that idea because yes, it's it's three fantastically over guys against three legends, and the roof would have just like exploded a bajillion times over.
0: Um, yeah. Um. Well, the next segment was what? Uh, what was the next match? Was it Taker? Uh, it it was.
1: It was Lesnar Ambrose, and this oh. this is where we get into. I could tell by that reaction. Wow. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. For the most part, I would say a majority of this show, I enjoyed it. I, I, I'll, I'll flat out, I'll say it. And, if it. and if it's me being a mark or whatever, you know, go ahead. Fine. Fuck you. I had no issue with a majority of the wrestling on this show. A majority. A wide majority. Even oh. this match, I thought this match was good. However,
0: wrong guy went over. No, no,
1: no, 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 Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up right now. Not even wrong guy went over because I don't mind because, hey, Brock Lesnar ended the streak. Are we forgetting that already? Like, like yeah, Brock, I mean, Les- like but- Brock Lesnar should be this. Uh, I know you don't like him and I understand it and I'm not the biggest stop. Brock Lesnar fan, but this man should be an unstoppable ass kicking son of a bitch. You cannot beat this motherfucker even with a pipe. I don't mind Brock Lesnar winning, but this match, it should have been 20 minutes. It should have gone longer. I hesitate to use the words should have been more brutal because I, I feel like that's a little bit greedy to ask.
0: They can't, But they hyped this up as this really extreme they, right,
1: match. They hyped this. Like a death match. Th- this should have. That's what it should have been. I mean, you can't go to. I mean, there's obvious levels you can't go to anymore and, and really probably should never go to again. But this should have been a fight, a brawl. This should have gone out into the crowd at some point. This should have gone like up the ramp at some point. Like This should have been a 1999... I know some people are going to grow when I say this. This should have been a 1999 attitude era. We're going to brawl everywhere. We're going to use weapons. We're going to beat the fucking shit out of each other type of match. And while... I think it was a good match, and I think it was an entertaining match. It felt like they had just gotten started, and all of a sudden, boom, it's over.
0: Uh, The match
1: had, like, it felt like it had just started to get, like, that really good sweet spot, so to speak. Boom, it ended.
0: True. No, I agree. It doesn't seem like they're going to revisit it So that's the
1: one thing I'll say, is going into WrestleMania, I didn't expect anything. And maybe that's why I enjoyed this As much as I did. I'm willing to admit that maybe I'm in the minority. As far as how much I enjoyed this show. But. uh, The thing is I went in. Not expecting anything. So in essence. This is the one match that disappointed me. Because I expected more. I hate to say that. I hate to say that. I love Dean Ambrose. And I think Brock Lesnar. In his role is doing a fine job. But this. Should have been more. And it's, it's really a shame that it wasn't.
0: Uh, no, I could see that. No, I agree. I do agree. It just um, you felt like Dean, like you know, Dean would be a little bit more over. You think you, you know, there would be a little bit more storytelling. And there really wasn't. It
1: it really. kind of felt, and I hesitate to to say this because it got um. It it felt. I'm not gonna say burial, but it felt like almost cycle. like they. It felt almost like they've lost faith in Ambrose.
0: I could see
1: that. Like 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 did it not feel like it felt like you know when Bray loses or which is always but when like oh when God. like like when Bray lost against like Jericho or or like Undertaker and it's like wow like 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 what are they doing like have they lost faith in this guy? And that's kind of to me sort of what WrestleMania felt like and I hope I'm completely wrong and I hope they have a story for him when he comes back and and I hope that like I hope Ambrose's career, again, is not ruined by this one night. But it just kind of it got that vibe of like, oh, wow. like They must not think that much of Ambrose, I guess.
0: I suppose. Yeah. Um, was there anything else you want to touch on before we move on? Um,
1: one thing I'll say um, is up on this giant screen, every time Brock would hit a suplex... They They had a little – they had a counter, and I just – I thought that that was so, like (laughs) – a part of me says, oh, wow, that's kind of shitty, but then another part of me, like, enjoys it because, like, it's fun, you know, and then, like, the crowd can count because, like, there were times where, like, they would be, like, seven and it would actually be, like, eight. (laughs) <laughs> you know and so so there were periods where they would put like shit on the screen to try to get people to chant I think they did some they did something for New Day and then I think uh, I think like Charlotte too maybe so there were periods where they would put like shit up there to chant but they had a suplex counter which I just thought like <laughs> that got like the biggest kick out of me I just I thought that was the funniest thing
0: oh I agree I agree um, was Taker Shane next
1: uh, we then had the 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 whole Hall of Fame doohickey, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is which is whatever, you know. It's the same thing every year, pretty much. Uh, and then we got the women's match, featuring like a fantastic a fantastic Sasha Banks entrance with fantastic gear. I, I, uh, you know, Becky Lynch had a nice entrance with all the smoke, and Charlotte got this nice pyro, and and. Looking like her dad out there. and This match was fantastic.
0: It was. That, that match stole the show.
1: Yeah. The one thing I'll say is that crowd was ready for either Becky but mostly Sasha to win that match. And when she didn't, the, the air was let out of the balloon a little bit. It was still a great match and people appreciated it, but they were just... They were ready for a title change. They were ready for Sasha Banks to win, and when she didn't, um, it uh, kind of basically we out. got one. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the main reason Charlotte did win is because um, I think they wanted their first champion to be to be Charlotte. You know, they they wanted their first champion to to have some lineage, so to speak, and especially with the Flair name and all that. So uh, I think that's the main reason uh, Charlotte went over here. I think Sasha will get that belt soon enough, I think. Probably by SummerSlam.
0: I agree. I agree. And then it was Taker Shane, wasn't
1: it? Yes. Uh, Now this, I actually thought this was, again, alert me if I'm in the minority here. I just, I get the sense that I am. I thought this was a really well done match.
0: It was. It told a story.
1: The, The one thing I'll say. And again, I hesitate. I hesitate to say this because, considering we'll get onto that spot, the one thing I'll say is I wish maybe there were like there was like a chair involved or something. Like it, it seemed a little bit dry as far as there was a trash can, there were stairs, and there was a toolbox, and that was about it. Like maybe include something else in there, maybe some more hardcore type of stuff in the ring, and then when you break out, you know, you can you do everything of that the same. Um, that's the, probably the one, I don't even know, if complaint, I would call it, but just the one sort of, I guess, critique, which is, in essence, a complaint, uh, but nothing, it didn't ruin the match by any means. I thought they did a very good job of incorporating some MMA brutality inside this. Really, this, this this gimmicky thing of hell in the cell. I thought they did a good like job a of, of shoot, MF, like UFC,
0: kind of like like this, like jujitsu. Right. I
1: thought they did a good job Jiu-tai. of. I thought they did a really good job of incorporating that type of stuff. So to me, I thought this match was really, really well done.
0: I agree. Now, how about that cell spot? Let's talk about. Fuck
1: Shane. Okay. Words, words, aren't, wor- there's no, there's no words to describe this. First off, Shane O'Mac's a crazy son of a bitch. Not wrong. See, when Nick Foley fell off the cell, he at least had the decency to leave his fucking kids at home.
0: Yeah, really. He just, Shane O'Mac, Shane,
1: Shane O'Mac said, Shane O'Mac said, fuck that, daddy's gonna fall off the cell, and guess what, you're gonna watch, you little bastards.
0: Yeah, Really
1: um holy yeah. fucking shit here's the thing that made that spot even better for me and and, and I, I, if you thought otherwise p- please let me know i saw a lot of people saying oh shane's gonna jump from the top shane's gonna jump from, like oh i wonder what shane's gonna jump off of and in my head i'm going no they'll never do that they will never ever do that spot again Shane O'Mac, you know, we can joke about it. Ha-ha, Shane O'Mac jumps off of high things. You know, ha-ha, we get it. Oh, he's going to jump off the Jumbotron. Okay, you know, ha-ha, very funny. But they're never going to do that spot. You know, he'll do the coast-to-coast. Coast. He'll do an elbow drop off, of like, maybe a ladder or something. But, uh, but he's you know, he's not going to do elbow drop off the cage. That's just not, no, no, he's not going to do it. And the second he started climbing... That whole idea in my head of Shane McMahon is not going to do this was shattered. And it turned into, holy fuck, I am scared for this guy. Like, I was yelling at him. He could obviously could not hear me. I was telling him to not do it. I yelled at him. I said, Shane, stop doing that. Get down. And he wasn't going to listen. Holy fucking shit. Never. I would have bet money. I swear to God, I would have lost a lot of it because I would have bet money that Shane O'Mac did not do that spot. I would have bet money that nobody would ever do that spot again. The and it cell looks like you would have been broke, buddy. The, I would have. The cell is is bigger than it was before. It's higher up in the air. That thing is a fucking monster. And Shane hit that table, and it was a little bit doctored. You could tell it. You know, it wasn't. It, there was like something under it. But he still bounced off of it like a motherfucker. Oh my god! I cannot believe they did that spot. I'm almost angry, but I I hope Shane is okay. Oh my god.
0: Uh, It would seem like he did okay. I mean, like he got up within like the first five minutes.
1: Just, just scary. There are very few times where I am scared for somebody's well-being in a wrestling match i generally understand hey they're professionals they're pros Absolutely. you know most of it is selling anyway you know there's very few times where i get legitimately scared for somebody's well-being that is one of the times where i was legitimately scared holy shit Shane O'Mac is is going to injure himself terribly here
0: I love the reports they were like, oh, he wasn't even limping. I'm like, oh, that's because uh, Shane McMahon is a crazy bastard. <laughs> I watched – remember in 2000 when he took the 30-foot, like, skyfall?
1: <laughs> right. Like, like that's the thing. We've seen Shane O'Mac do so many crazy fucking – so much crazy fucking shit. I want to say that's the craziest thing we've seen him do because the, here's the thing. That's not on a, on a crash pad or at least a typical crash pad. Like – if, if Shane's foot, like, slips, he's dead. No, you know, I you know You know, like, like <laughs> it's just, I'm not going to compare spots, and I'm not going to act like this is better than Foley, or Foley's is better, or whatever. They, they both, they stand alone. They're both great spots. But, God damn, this was crazy. One of the craziest things I've ever seen. Now, here's the thing. Undertaker gets him in the ring. Tombstone one, two, three. As far as the match goes, the bell-to-bell match, fine. Nothing wrong with it. I actually thought it was pretty good. However, I could tell there was a lot of people that said, "What the fuck? Why didn't Shane win?" Like we want the authority gone and all this. So everybody, in,
0: everybody got what they wanted the next
1: night. So in yes, there is that in that sense. I I would have liked. For the lay down finish. Personally, I would have liked the. You're a tough fucking bastard. I don't know why you did that. Damn it. You, you're right in this. You know, you should run the company. Fine. You know, just pin me.
0: I agree. But, but, um...
1: but. Because then you also get the reports. I don't know if you've read these uh, reports or not. I don't know how much I believe them that this was the undertaker's last wrestlemania match. And if that's the case, I mean, I don't believe it cuz I feel like he would have lost if it was. Cuz I mean, especially since that's kind of what the story called for. So I think I think those reports are BS. But uh I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if it was his last, I just I feel like they would have made a bigger deal out of it.
0: No, I agree. I agree. So, um,
1: so match is fantastic. Booking, uh, you know, a little bit odd considering the story kind of called for Shane to win, but again, it's the Undertaker. He, he's kind of exempt from complaining about. <laughs> you know, there is a okay. certain aura to the Undertaker where you're kind of exempt from complaining about him. You know, um, I'll say this. And again, I, I don't know. I, I'm split I would have liked Shane to win here, but if we do, if we end up getting what we want out of it, I'm split on that because a part of me says, well, great, Undertaker wins and Shane runs the company. Like, like everybody wins here. But at the same time, man, you just like, we just had this stipulation where if Shane lost, he's gone forever and never to come back. And if, if if Taker won or if Taker lost, he lost his career and now Shane's just back again. Like, like I kind of see it from that point of view of, like, you're really kind of going back on a step hardcore. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Um, I'm okay with it, obviously. Um, and the one thing I'll say about The Undertaker entrance, it's cliche, but I'll say it. There's nothing like it. And number two. Those fucking flames are hot. They don't mess okay. around. Those motherfuckers will warm you up. <laughs> like, if you are cold, just buy a ticket next to the stage, and it will warm you up. Like, they blasted, like, there, there was, uh, I think when Taker was, like, down next to the ring, and, and they, they, like, blasted all of the, the little fire pyro deals. Oh my gosh. Like I had to like put my hands in front of my face for a second because it's like, oh, it's too much.
0: No, I, I, I could see that. Um, you know, as a Taker fan, I'm I'm glad he I'm glad he took the win, you know. Um but I believe wasn't the Battle Royal next.
1: Uh yes, this is where we get the Battle Royal. Um DDP has a nice uh, surprise entrance and Tatanka, you, you had Shaq, and um, Shaq. <laughs> I loved it. I marked the fuck out for Shaq. <laughs> I'm yeah, not gonna I mean, lie. It was well, I was, was like, was a nice little surprise. I'm not gonna lie. I was like jumping up and down for Shaq.
0: <laughs> it, it's kind of a little different when, like, well, when you look at Shaq, you see it's fucking Shaq. You know, <laughs> so like, you, you can't, you, there are some celebrities in this world you can give a pass. Right. And Shaq's one of them. And uh, Baron Corbin was in there. And, you know, I'm glad he won. Good for him. I'm I'm
1: you know? split on this.
0: I'm proud the... of it because, like, I, I really wasn't sure. I thought, okay, he's just going to be just another big guy when he finally makes it to the main roster. No, he, he got some credibility to him. He won the battle. He won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And uh, so at least there's something to him,
1: you know. I, I'm, I'm split – Number one, I would have really enjoyed Mark Henry to win this thing because I know how much it would have meant to him. But okay, you know, well,
0: whatever. Looks like he didn't get his send off, and he's done. So. That's
1: that's a shame. Uh, I guess at least he got an entrance, though. So that's 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 one thing. Um, yeah. And then the other thing, I do enjoy Baron Corbin. And if you're going to debut a guy, this is a great way to debut him.
0: I agree. But I
1: I don't know if I enjoy Baron Corbin enough to debut him like this.
0: Does that make sense? I mean, I know. It's sort of like with Tyler Breeze. It's sort of like what more can you do with him in NXT? So he's kind of – it's sort of like he doesn't have a choice. Right.
1: I don't think it's a bad time. I just – I guess here's the thing when it comes to like the whole Andre the Giant Battle Royal deal. They try to treat it as like this prestigious thing. Well, in order to be prestigious, you have to have some prestige behind it. Like, well, like, like I it's think, one thing see, to say. I it's see o- the
0: Andre the Giant Memorial as something a little bit different now, and I think the Battle Royal should be a platform to get the next NXT star to get called up. I think so. Um, mm, it's with a just, guy like Baron Corbin, you know, I feel see to me Baron Corbin is. A, I see him the same way I see Apollo Cruz.
1: I I, I, guess, I guess I guess I guess
0: enough. They all debuted on the main roster at the same time. Um, they they are all gimmicks that would work way better on the main roster than they ever would in NXT. Mm. Just way better.
1: I, I guess my my thing would be, and and I hope this. Is, I mean, I hope Baron Corbin works out. And I I, I appreciate his work. He'll be but fine. I, I'm gonna let's play worst case scenario here okay if if Baron Corbin doesn't work out and a year from now he's a member of the social outcast or he's he's <laughs> not or he's not on WrestleMania or what have you or for whatever reason, even if he's like gets injured or something, I don't want to look back a year from now and say, what the fuck was that? Um, you're right, you no, know like I'm- like like when you look back, why the fuck did Cesaro win that? Win the first one? That makes no sense. He didn't do anything with it.
0: Well, when you see the way he returned on Monday Night Raw, I think we're we're, kind we're of not talking
1: about story. that though. That was two years ago.
0: Oh you're, well, I guess.
1: Like 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 think about like what did he do in 2014? Nothing. Not a true. goddamn thing.
0: They were. I know they were trying to have him give this whole face push and. Give they him tried and it, and it failed. Agreed. It, so, just so wasn't ready. So with that, so with
1: that, you look back and you say, well, why the fuck did Cesaro win that? So to me, I don't want to look back a year from now and say, well, why the fuck did uh, Baron Corbin win that?
0: Well, here's the difference between Baron Corbin and Cesaro, especially in the two years time. I I think as far as I think a lot of people, especially in, in WWE's eyes, they really didn't know what to do with Cesaro. It was sort of like, oh, well, here's a guy, here's an indie guy that people seem to like, people are aware of. You know he's a strong man. Everybody knows that. So let's give him a shot. And but with Baron Corbin, it seems like he's a lot more well groomed. He's a lot more stat. He's definitely more comfortable in his own skin. He has a he has a gimmick that I think really sits well. You know, whereas with Cesaro, it really wasn't anything yet at that point. And with Cesaro, we still don't really have anything clean cut. But I think that's. Yeah, we're starting to see a little bit with Cesaro with like the suits and the you know that Swiss like sarcasm and the you know that you know that dry witty humor and like the, the whatever especially you know Tyson Kidd you know really rubbed off on him and so I think you know now we're seeing him on Raw and SmackDown again I think is really helping but um, but with Cesaro then I, I don't think anybody had any clue what they had but with Baron Corbin you know thank God for NXT uh, he's definitely a lot more well groomed right you know so i have a little Uh, bit more faith in baron corbin i mean i
1: mean i i I mean i hope it works i mean i certainly hope it works out and i i like baron corbin and if you're gonna debut a guy man this is this is a great you know this is a great way to debut a guy especially like at wrestlemania sure like at wrestlemania his first match he wins a battle royal dedicated to to andre the giant who's the man i just that it just feels like oh wow is that just a little too much a little too fast
0: no, no way. Um, it seems like you're kind of taking it easy, and you know what? I, when it comes to a Baron Corbin, let's just enjoy him for a amount of time, and true. if he's, you know, if he doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You know, true. I feel so, like the same way about Apollo Cruz. So, crazy. so
1: over overall, the match was it was a battle royal, not you know, nothing to write home about. Service really. purpose, and, exactly. It was a five minute thing that got everybody on the card. So good, good for everybody. Let's talk
0: about the burial of the Wyatt family.
1: For <sighs> a now, being live this well first off rock comes out and and, and he announces that the the crowd and and this is where uh Dave Meltzer keeps changing his story on what the actual number is because he originally said eight thousand or eight eighty eighty four thousand and then it turned into well no now it's ninety four thousand or now it's ninety seven thousand and it's just like i like dave melter like i'm not a hater of dave Meltzer, but he keeps changing his story as far as what the number what let's the, just accept quote, unquote, the number for
0: what it is let's
1: let me let me say this real number fake number be damned the place was packed there was very few empty seats if any and i looked up and it was i think it was during this segment i looked up And I looked around and there's these standing room only sections on each floor. And I I looked up and even up into the third and fourth floor, these standing room only sections were packed with people standing around, leaning on the rails, trying to watch WrestleMania. Oh, it was just it was insane. I've never seen anything like this. Like this was so again, real number, fake number. Fuck that. It was packed. And right. anybody who was there can attest to it.
0: Right. No, I agree. Um, you know, I know Rock came out. He had a nice entrance. He did a shtick. He talked for a long time. And, and it was nice. It was nice to see him. It was nice to hear from him. Um, and then it was nice to hear him talk about the attendance number. I was shocked to hear it. I was proud to hear about it. Uh, very. It was very nice. Um, and then the Wyatts came. And you know to see Bray Wyatt go toe to toe with The Rock, especially that, with the
1: microphone. That was, this is a case of again, I'm split on it. You want? I mean, it would suck to have a WrestleMania with nothing Bray Wyatt included because I thought for sure he was going to win the Battle Royal. So when he wasn't even, we all did. When he wasn't even in it, I was a little missed. I was like, "Oh wow, did they really just leave him off of the card?" You know. <clears throat> um. So the segment with The Rock
0: was a very nice surprise. It, I
1: I I thought it was well done. Um, it I'll say I'm going to skip ahead in the segment a little bit when I get to my criticisms. So 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 overall, overall I thought the segment was fine. I, I had no true issue with it.
0: Even a six-second match, the shortest match in WrestleMania <laughs> history.
1: Now now I do kind of wish the Wyatts were presented as a bit more of a threat. They were. Sort of treated like the social outcast, like it well, felt keep
0: like. Keep in mind, like Luke Harper's missing, so
1: yeah. Um, so, so there's that. The one thing I I minded above everything else, like I didn't mind Rock beating up Eric Rowan, and I didn't mind Braun Strowman getting the, the getting the better of of him. I did mind Bray Wyatt getting getting physical. That's what I minded. Like when they were start. When they once again beat the fuck out of Bray Wyatt, that's when I was like, Oh, I was really enjoying this and I could defend it up until then and now I yeah, can't.
0: I'm right there with you. I know I know John Cena came back, which was nice to see him. So it, so be-
1: overall, like really I can even though, yeah, it kinda sucks to see the Wyatt's, you know, quote unquote buried or quote unquote, you know, made fun of or what have you. Even then I can defend it. It's that five second it's a 5% portion where Bray Wyatt gets spine busted people's elbowed where right. I just go oh if you could if you just could have cut that part out i i would have been okay with this
0: right no i'm right there with you um now
1: <sighs> cuz there was an interesting point here where rock openly admitted hey look you have a lot of fans out here there's a lot of people you know lighting up this arena with your with their phones and and you're very charismatic and and you're very good in the ring and and people like you, and it was very—it's—it's rare because you don't see rock, you know, do that for a whole lot of guys. So I thought that was really cool of him to do. Um, to watch rock put over Bray, yeah, that was a really cool thing. And that kind of got my mind thinking, like, oh wow, like is Bray gonna turn face like tonight or or soon?
0: Well, thankfully that answered our question. Tomorrow, the next night, answer our question.
1: Because it was just a very like it—it it felt like. You know, like when they do the story with Cena where somebody tries to quote-unquote turn him heel, you know, Mm. embrace the hate kind of thing, this kind of felt like the opposite. Like it felt like Rock was saying, hey, Bray, be a face. People like you. Like maybe that's just me reading into the lines a little bit, but it just – it kind of felt like – it kind of had like that vibe to it.
0: I agree. Um I mean, it was an all-in-all all, all good segment. I really wish they didn't touch Bray Wyatt. I really that should be like the thing for like the next year. They did no one touches Bray Wyatt. Yeah, even if he I, loses, I no agree. one touches Bray Wyatt. Um, you know, it was nice to see Cena overall too. It was very nice to see. Cena. Oh, oh, yeah. You can't have a WrestleMania without John Cena. You just you can't. And uh, it was it was nice to see him, uh, especially in good health. Um. So moving on, let's go to the main event. Um, I'm going to save my a lot of my opinions for the next night, or for the Monday Night
1: Raw. Okay. Here's uh, here's what I'll say. First off, this WrestleMania went for fucking ever.
0: Yes, it did. It's so, so is for but it's okay because we have to cover <laughs> it.
1: So here's the thing. By this point, the guy next to me had his watch, and it was uh, 10 o'clock uh, Texas time, which would be 11 o'clock on Looks the 11 East.
0: 11 o'clock mine, yeah.
1: And so – we were just like, okay, everybody. Well, that's it. Uh, that, there's your main event: The Rock versus Eric Rowan. <laughs> which, by the way, which by the way, the fact that that is in the record books is just wacky. The Rock versus yeah. Eric Rowan is a WrestleMania match. He has that on his like tombstone. I think... wrestled The Rock at WrestleMania.
0: Yes, he did. Do you think that would have been Luke Harper instead of Rowan?
1: I almost hope, and I almost hope not. <laughs>
0: I I actually, you know? I actually honestly thought that, that 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 probably would have been Luke Harper taking this on second.
1: On on one hand, I go, oh man, you ruined Luke Harper. But on the other hand, I go, oh, good for Luke Harper. He got a match with the Rock. Yeah, so, so kind of always be in the record books. Exactly, exactly. You, like they can't take that away from him. <laughs> um, yeah, really. So, so well,
0: no, Eric Rowan has it. Whatever. I don't good mind. for
1: him, I guess. But uh, so, uh, main event. Uh, I I had a thought. I completely bombed oh oh oh, yeah yeah. okay see you have a better memory than i do and i was there um so yeah the guy looked at his watch and and we were just like oh wow like i guess this will be a quick main event and i thought for a second are they gonna do my finish and triple h's entrance was was fine it was a little weird but it, it was it was fine good job by stephanie to like cut that promo live 'Cause yeah. there was a lot of words to it and yeah. stuff. Um, so good job by her. She looked fantastic. Triple H of course is triple H. She always has the best entrance. The entrances. entrance
0: was badass altogether. The whole entrance package, right. this is like gothic undead Coliseum kind of thing. It was it was it was badass. Yes. It was dope. I, I really appreciated that. I know a lot of people were like, Oh, you know, he's playing a bad guy on camera. Let it go. <laughs> it's a character. And so, Come on. So, so I thought, like,
1: are they going to do my finish of the 18, the the Superman punch spear? You know, that's it, everybody. I wish. And and this is a case of I, I, I made the comment earlier on the show. I had no issue with the the wrestling on this show, which is probably why I think that's the main reason I enjoyed WrestleMania as much as I did is, you know, the booking didn't make too much sense, and I would have done that differently, but I feel like I say that on every show, Yeah. whereas there are shows where I go, that match sucked, that match sucked, that match sucked, I didn't like that match, that match, you know, was pointless, and I didn't feel like that on this show. Like, I felt like every match was good, you know, some matches weren't groundbreaking, per se, but I thought every match was pretty good, and most of them were really good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sound like such a hater, and I apologize in advance. This was not good.
0: It dragged. This. This reminded me of WrestleMania 25 all over. All over
1: again. The the here's the thing: it's a combination of the crowd didn't want Roman Reigns to win. The crowd kind of respected Triple H, but nobody really wants Triple H to win. And then, they were ready to go home.
0: Yeah, that's the same they thing. When May go, they were ready to go. They were ready to go back to was the so hotel. Out by Taker and Michaels, and people were kind of tired of Randy Orton at that time. You no, know, like people liked Triple H, but they were kind of sick. But they didn't want Triple H. Everybody wanted to go home. It was you know, and now here they are doing the same thing again. You know, at thirty two, and it's like, ugh.
1: Like, the only spots that were, are even semi memorable is like that neckbreaker on the table.
0: Yeah, and when Rain speared Stephanie, that was the only time anyone gave, gave a shit like, about Roman
1: Reigns. Like, even even Rain spearing him through the wall didn't get a reaction. And that always gets a reaction.
0: Yeah. People were just tired. They were tired. And, uh, you know, people can only handle so much wrestling. And, you know, maybe they'll learn that lesson next time. I know there's a lot of injured people, so maybe they didn't care about Maybe they're just so burnt out because they thought they were going to see a lot of, you know, like the Seth Rollins, the Stings, the Daniel Bryans, the Nevils, the. You know, I I get that. You know, it could be that too. Luke Harper's the
1: match. Triple H has. There is like a prototype, like Triple H match, and it's either really fucking good, or Or really really fucking, or really fucking bland. And unfortunately, sometimes it depends on the opponent. He can do it with Daniel Bryan. He can do it with the Undertaker. This was really fucking bland.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not that they were bad. It's just that, like, it it was hard to get into. It wasn't... You already knew the result. You already knew.
1: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad match, but it was just... So
0: predictable. It it was just like, okay, can we just fast forward to the Roman Reigns celebrating on the top turnbuckle now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it
1: it felt like that. I mean, the the only time I ever even... Considered, oh, maybe Triple H will win as like Reigns speared Stephanie and then Triple H to the pedigree. I thought for a split second, oh, maybe Reigns will nope. no, no, <laughs> you know,
0: um, and then Roman Reigns won. Yeah, so like yeah. this is a case yeah.
1: of yeah. I admit to enjoying this WrestleMania more than more than others, and I and I reserve the right I'm to. Sorry. A, I reserve the right to a year from now completely change my opinion and say this show sucked a complete <laughs> you know, a complete ass. I reserve that right to, to say You're that right. tomorrow, next week, a year from now, whenever. Sure. But I will say, you know, your main event is supposed to be like technically supposed to be the best match on the card.
0: It was the worst. Was well, The
1: worst. Yeah. Because here's the thing. It went as long as Taker Shane. Taker Shane was at least interesting with an interesting buildup. And people wanted to see, you know, one of two guys win. And in people this case, they want
0: to. People care about matches that they don't know who's going to win. It's like, exactly. Like if it's going to be scripted, at least pretend to hide it, you know. And, and and that's just it, you know. Like people, like at least with Shane and Taker, at least there's that curiosity. And in and the, in the, the build was like, oh my god, who is going to win? You know, right? Exactly. There's that interest. And like with Roman Reigns and Triple H, oh my god, they practically gave it away. <laughs> no, they didn't give it away. Like they literally did. Like it, it was
1: just. It was a long match. It was overall just, quite frankly, boring. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I mean, so, so in that in that sense, I mean, if you— Why did, do you give WrestleMania? If you did not like this WrestleMania, I'm not going to argue with you, and, and I understand why. And I, I think most of the criticisms I've seen are valid. Most of them. I think some of them are a little—I saw some people saying, like, this is, like, the worst WrestleMania of all time. And I just said— No. I, I just straight up said, fuck off. Like, like I can name ten worse easily. It was
0: a weaker. It's a weaker main, especially considering how great last year's was. Um, I, I give this WrestleMania a two and a half out of five. Ooh, ouch.
1: Um, I well, most people are giving it so. Once again, I'm gonna I'm gonna be positive. I'm gonna say a three, which is really? like which I feel like I give everything a three. I'm gonna say it's a three. The wrestling I thought was really good up until the main event. Um, I do. I do understand as far as the Rock segment went, we did go a little long, but it's the Rock, and so you you really kind of should expect that. Um, the Wyatts, Bray specifically, should have been treated a little bit better, and the booking I probably would have reversed the decision on the, at least like the first three or four matches.
0: Yeah. Now I, I think. I think why you're a little bit more positive than I am is that because you have to see it live.
1: That yeah, I will fully admit that that uh, that adds like Oh, when I watched some on points TV, to it.
0: It felt so numbing. You know what I mean? Like especially like the first like I was like, oh, fuck." You know, like so some of the matches like I, I was just like when AJ Styles lost, I was just like, "I don't even care anymore." <laughs> just as long as they have good matches, whatever. Like The women's match made me feel excited again. I felt, you know, uh, the, the Divas I, match, I'll, the title match. I'll and, say uh, this, I'll like,
1: overall, the, the the crowd seemed to be into it. And, like, when whenever the crowd would dip, it seemed like there was always something to, to lift the crowd back up. Like, even The Rock, when he came out, like, that got the crowd back into the show, you know, after the Hell in a Cell and the Battle Royal, So, like, there was always something to lift the crowd back up until the main event.
0: Absolutely. So, so, um, so again,
1: I I fully admit. Hey, I was there. I enjoyed it. I had a fun time, and perhaps that fun time leads me into enjoying the matches a little bit more than I would, you know, watching on television. Sure. I I I fully admit that. So again, my rating not not the most fair system in the world. So so I, I think a three. I think a three is a fair rating. Because right. Normally I say, uh, normally I'm like, eh, you know, does it really matter who wins or loses or, eh, you know, can you really blame booking, you know, if the match is good? But that is a part of it. You know, part of it is, hey, I want to see this guy win or I want to see this guy, you know, get his comeuppance or what have you. So, sure. I think most of the criticisms I've seen of WrestleMania are valid. Um, there are some people out there that are just freaking out and I'm like, okay, come on. Like, like even if you didn't like the show, you can't say it's worse than nine or eleven. Oh. I mean I would say it's a billion times better than twenty nine.
0: no doubt. You know? I, no, so I, I can I can agree with that. I can agree with that. So
1: so I, I feel like some people are a little harsh on it, but they yeah, it yeah. is what it well, is. Well
0: that's WrestleMania thirty two, everyone. So let's skim through this raw review. <laughs> real
1: real quick, in like three minutes. Yes. Okay, not okay, not I mean, sorry folks, we're gonna go over two hours. We you should have known this is gonna happen.
0: Yeah, this is the recap week. It's the biggest week of the year. So it it is so So let's get Um, on to Raw. Yeah, so Vince McMahon comes out and he's like, I got rid of the lockbox. It's cool. I'm gonna give you guys a good night. And Shane McMahon comes out, shakes his hand, and says, Hey, as a man, I'm gonna shake your hand. You know, I gave him my all and I lost. And Vince McMahon's is like, all right, you know what? If you, you want to run Raw, let you run Raw. See how it goes. So, okay, well, there goes the storyline. <laughs> Whatever. This is a, good match this of it, is a so. case
1: of I, I understood the nuance they were going for, but they really should have – normally we complain about WWE beating us over the head with something, i.e. Roman Reigns. This is, a case, this is a case of, and if you missed it, I, I, I don't blame anybody for missing it and, and thinking what the fuck. So, so let me explain this to the best of my ability. They really should have beaten you over the fucking head with this, with this one line that Vince said. I didn't know it meant that much to him to risk his life. I can't believe he jumped off the top of the cell. It almost makes me respect him. They should have beaten you over the fucking head with that line. And they didn't. And so when Shane comes out and Vince is like, I'm going to let you run, run raw. It does come off as what the fuck. Because he just spent, you know, five minutes bashing this motherfucker. He just spent two months trying to kill him. They should have established, hey, Vince now respects Shane because of what he was willing to do. He's willing to cut him a bit of slack. He'll let him run raw for the night that's a consolation prize or what have you. We
0: need to start writing for this show.
1: Like just a little nuance like that. Like I understood what they were going for, but I would guarantee you a majority of the audience did not.
0: I agree. Um, and that's not good. Oh, I know.
1: So, so with that being said, again, it goes back to, Hey, all's well that ends well, I suppose. Right.
0: Oh yeah, whatever, whatever. We'll, We'll probably see Shane McMahon run raw
1: more as we go along.
0: Um, Next up, we had, you know, the rematch of the century. Sheamus and King Barrett versus the New Day, to which the New Day win. Okay, well, there goes the WrestleMania match. Fuck that, then.
1: I was so scared League of Nations would win the tag belt, and I said, fuck you guys. You're not winning the belts when I'm here. (laughs) Like, that would just be fucking me in the ass, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Well... And This is probably going to be also the the last time you ever see Barrett on WWE television again, because after the after the league lost, they kicked Barrett out. They beat see, him up.
1: See, see, I'm mad because we tried to start the na 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 hey hey goodbye song, and they cut us off with Bray Wyatt.
0: Oh, and it was very nice to see Bray. Any so yeah, the Wyatts are officially faces now. Very which, good. which
1: again, a, it makes the Rock segment make sense
0: yeah it's long overdue and it's worth it. Um, and then we get um, uh, you know they had like this segment with like Renee and Vince, and he said, uh, you know, he,
1: he says like, I think I think the gimmick and, and maybe this came off more on TV than it did live. I almost feel like the gimmick here was Vince hates the raw after mania crowd. And so he's going to quote unquote punish them by giving With them Shane, ma- Shane. Because he thinks yeah. Shane is a piece of shit. Okay. Is is that what they were like is that what they were going for here?
0: Probably. Seems that way.
1: There's like one of two ways to take this, and I don't know which way to take this.
0: Um I think will I will give it till next week's Raw to really get a consensus. <laughs>
1: that's that's either good storytelling or bad storytelling.
0: Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it another raw, and we'll see how it plays out. Um, now we have Sa- Summer Rae versus Sasha Banks. She kind of cut a promo saying like Sasha wasted a WrestleMania. Sasha once. wins.
1: Good for her. Yeah. Oh yeah, Excellent. we forgot to mention like Sasha's WrestleMania entrance, which was fantastic.
0: It was really nice, all the gear and everything. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you, I, I gotta tell you, um, Sasha will be most likely the. Number one, if not number two, most over women's wrestler by next by 33.
1: Of all time. Oh, yeah. Like, like I would dare say, like, she's already, like, number, like, six.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I she's at least right. in the top ten. Uh, I, I'm sure Bayley will be in the main roster by 33, so.
1: Oh, I would think uh, so. I think Sasha's winning the belt by SummerSlam.
0: Oh, oh my God. Probably before then. Um So... We had Sasha beat Summer array and then we had a a, uh, the, a debut of a brand-new superstar. You know him. Yeah, you're okay with him. Apollo Cruz. I, I
1: openly booed when his fucking name flashed on the screen. I'm not going to lie. I, <laughs> um, I, I just I, – I stood up and I just went, boo.
0: Which Apollo made quick work of Tyler Breeze. Poor Tyler. Um, now, I want to point out what I tell you. What did I tell you? Apollo Crews is more over on the main roster than he ever was in NXT. He was only there for two fucking minutes. Eh. Like, that's because, like, Apollo Crews has, like, the main roster look, I guess. Yeah. So, like, the casual appeal is already there. He'll be a big deal. I mean, like, I, I, his mic work has improved a lot. Uh, not, not. It better of. It's better than Roman. Way better than Roman Reigns. Oh.
1: Ugh, really?
0: Yeah. Like I know, he was like he was always like a step above Roman Reigns, which is not good, you know. But he now he's he's at least least a couple light years ahead.
1: Oh, fair enough.
0: So he's definitely better than Bobby Lashley.
1: (laughs) Well, that's good
0: for sure. I will. There's no set gimmick. I guess it's just he's still in that like. I just
1: like it goes back to, in general. I just I have a little bit of an issue with oh here's a white meat baby face.
0: Well, let's let's give it some time. I w- I'm curious to see how his mic work is going to be in the main roster. I don't know how it is. Uh, NXT, he was getting better. Um, of course, he does. He does perform well in the ring. I don't think that'll ever be an issue. Right now, he's playing Neville. You know, until Neville comes back. So we'll we'll see. Um, and then, of course, you had the Roman Reigns promo of him waiting for contenders. Then you had Jericho, Styles, he, Zayn, and Owens.
1: He did yeah. have a nice line here about like, "I'm not a good guy, not a bad guy, I'm the guy." I'm the guy, yeah. And they they really played up on that on SmackDown. Um, yeah. So this came off as a as a completely tweener promo. Yeah, which so is gradually. which. This I mean,
0: like CM Punk circa 2009 when he was gradually like Face right. he to heel. I'm fine with it. It's fine. He'll go – I'm telling you, he
1: will be full heel by the time he faces AJ Styles. I think by the end of that match, he will be. Oh, yeah. he'll turn. like. I think he'll be a face going into Chicago – a supposed face going into Chicago, and I think he'll leave a full-blown bastard heel.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you.
1: And if they do that turn in Chicago, oh, man, those fans are going to eat it the fuck up.
0: Oh, my god, yeah. Totally. Um, so
1: that – I hesitate to say it'll make a crappy WrestleMania main event worth it, because that has to be a hell of an angle to do that. But it may make us understand why they did what they did.
0: Sure. Um, next up, we get Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler. So Baron Corbin has a debut match. This was act.
1: fucking long.
0: It dragged. I mean, it was horrible. Damn. But really, they could have cut time. I was really hoping Baron Corbin would do the squash gimmick for a little, like. Just even even just on even right. it was just for his one first match, even like I mean like how the fans count one, <laughs> like you know they used to come right, in like, right right seconds. Oh my god, you just just I'm telling you, just straight up big boot and the days. Oh, that would be awesome. But whatever, they they did the double countout thing, and he he still beats the shit out of Dolph Ziggler. He does like the shoot, screaming at the referee, "You brought this on yourself." Um, it was fine. Whatever. Well, I, I'm I'm glad. They're kind of, there it seems like they're having a lot of programs with a lot of guys you seem there's like Ambrose and Jericho there's Zayn and Owens uh, Corbin Ziggler, Styles reigns uh, League Wyatts uh, Dudley's Zoe and Cass um, so you have like all that going uh, but oh and this segment also should go into another program Zach Ryder new Intercontinental champion. Talks about how he's proud to have it. You know, he got to see Scott Hall win it and uh, take a picture with him. And, you know, he thanks his dad and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Miz interrupts. And, you know, so he wants he wants a match one-on-one for the title. And guess who interferes to make that happen? Maurice. Yeah, Noah. <laughs> yeah, Lava.
1: Everybody's favorite French-Canadian yeah. woman. Oh, I know you too. <laughs> but- so, so you had the feeling, we all had the feeling that uh, Zack Ryder was going to lose his title. Yeah, I would have loved for Samojo to come out and just murder this son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> but cons- considering I did say I would have liked Miz to win, I'll, t- I'll take a Miz uh, Intercontinental Championship. Right, the Miz.
0: I actually appreciate having Marie sat there as a valet because, like, it seems like every year the Miz has something like fresh, like new, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like for 2016, having his actual wife as a valet. You know, that's pretty cool. That's pretty – it reminds me of uh, Jimmy Garvin and, uh, you know, I believe – was it Precious? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. Totally fine. Totally fine.
1: I, I think The Miz is a, a great upper mid-card heel. Like, to me – I made this comparison on Twitter talking to somebody a while back. He really is the modern-day Roddy Piper in the sense of you can stick him – in the upper mid card, and he does great. Maybe stick him in one or two main events where he's obviously not going to win, and it's oh, you know, it's it's not the worst thing in the world, but not really a main event type of character. And that's kind of what the Miz is. The Miz, you know, keep him far away from the main events. But as far as an upper mid card kind of guy, I think he's perfect.
0: No, I agree. I agree. Um...
1: He's so underappreciated.
0: Um, yeah, I know, like, a lot of people are skeptical on him, like, people think, like, he's useless or a waste of time, it doesn't matter, but, uh, uh, but, no, I I like him, I like, you know, I I always think, I always say he's, like, uh, very underappreciated, I think, as a heel, he always, he always finds a way to get heat, he always finds a way, you know, whether, um, you know, he does his job, um, the, see, I, I, I mean, I understand like that, that with taking the title off of Owens. He's moving on to bigger and better things. You know, it's a way of establishing him as a, as a main eventer. Same with Zayn, and uh, of course Styles now, and of course, you know, uh, even now with Cesaro. But you know, I guess it keeps people busy. Um, but uh, then we move on to the, I believe, yeah, there was a the Kevin Owens segment with Renee. And then we go to the women's championship presentation. Uh, Charlotte is definitely, definitely the, be- the most improved woman promo. Uh,
1: Charlotte did a very good job here. I thought. Yeah. Here's the thing, and I'm sure it can't. Came- I'm sure it was obvious on on live television as well. This crowd wanted Bailey. I wanted Bailey, and when we didn't get Bailey, we were kind of pissed.
0: Yeah. No, I agree.
1: And, and there's agree. really no logical reason that we shouldn't have gotten Bailey here.
0: No, uh, it's we'll see her in time. I think so. Just uh, I, you know, I don't think they want. I I think it would have been overkill with the debuts and stuff. I think at that point.
1: And then don't debut. Don't debut boring ass Apollo Crews <laughs> Or fucking Baron Corbin. As much as I like him, then like well, I'll hey, sacrifice. We got Zoe and Cass, so at least
0: I can to, say that. Ooh, I was so. We'll get onto that. We'll get onto that, but ooh. Okay, so, you know, Charlotte really held her own. You know, she really, especially with the fans, she did like the woo, woo, like right back at them, and it was pretty cool.
1: Natty's also the worst promo. I have the heart of a champion.
0: Uh, I know, a, yeah, I know doing the promo. I, I guess it's setting up for Natalia, Charlotte to pay back the women's, the, yeah, women's championship. Yeah, I got to get used to saying that now. <laughs> um, you,
1: you know, I had that same thought. Like, let I me think, point something out. I had the same thing. thought yesterday.
0: Talk about somebody who really was set up to be like the top women's wrestler of the company to now like sitting there like she looked bored. She looked like she didn't want to be there. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about Paige. She clearly (laughs) didn't care.
1: Like I think that was kind of the gimmick, but like it was was probably a shoot.
0: Yeah, it seemed that way. She just sat there and didn't do anything. Just, uh, well, whatever. Let's move on. Um, uh, but then we get like the, the vignette of, of uh, Primo and Epico.
1: So. <sighs> hey. Fuck these guys. I was so afraid it was going to be Carlito and then it was even worse. <laughs> I'm well, just, these guys aren't over. Get the fuck over it.
0: I agree. Um, we'll see what happens whenever they come out. Then we'll talk about them more. But then we had the tables match between the Usos and the Dudleys. I loved the shoot ending. <laughs>
1: The, the Usos do a splash through do a double table. They roll out of the way. The bell rings and Lillian's like, uh, oh, oh, funny, funny moment. Uh, a few funny moments from what I assume uh, the cameras did not catch. I don't know. Maybe they did. You'll have to tell me if they did. So New Day are in the ring. They cut their promo. And then they started dancing with Lillian Garcia and the referee. And they were trying to make them dance, <laughs> which was, that was a funny moment. Yeah. And then Zack Ryder came out and I don't know if this, I don't know if his, it didn't seem like his entrance was on TV. It seemed like one of those things where like, was Zack Ryder in the ring when they came back from commercial break?
0: No.
1: Okay. Cause then, cause Lillian was like, uh, Oh, this match is scheduled for one fall and it's for the inner. And she just kind of stopped and was like, Oh shit, I spoiled it. <laughs> so that, yeah. so that was funny. And then, um, and then, uh, this here, where <laughs> where uh, the bell rings, and L- L- Lilian's like, you're a winner of the match with so Dudley. And then, like, Devon, like, just picks up one of the Usos and tosses him through the table in the corner. And it's like, there, now you can end it.
0: Yeah, um, it was fine. But, uh, then we had Zayn and Dudley's... Oh, no, Zane. We had the Zayn segment right after the match. And then, uh, Zayn gets... "Quote unquote hurt by Owens, gets eliminated from the Fatal Four Way. I thought it was nice, and a lot of people were really, you know, suspicious about it. Like, was he
1: actually injured? That that's what I heard too. I certainly hope not, because it, because that his career's <laughs> over if he's hurt.
0: Yeah, like just, no, I'm I I'm Like, I
1: hate to put it like in such blatant terms, but it's like dead in the water.
0: Yeah, I guess. Um, um
1: but I, I don't think he was actually hurt. I think they just they needed uh, somebody to take out of this match. Yeah, especially if you
0: notice on SmackDown, it was just to build a program
1: with Zayn and Owens. Um so, so and the, then you
0: had uh yeah, after the commercial break, the So, Dudleys were the, so the
1: Dudleys the whole time were like around ringside and they were just yelling at everybody and being jerks and it's like okay, they're just being jerks and then like you know, the lights go down and they do that whole Kevin Owens thing and the lights come back up and the Dudleys are still ringside and It's like, oh, oh, the Dudleys are still here? Like, why are the Dudleys? And then it's like, oh, I wonder if Enzo and... Oh, my God, yes, finally. Like, (laughs) they come out. The place explodes. I thought for sure that, like, Enzo and Cass were going to come out when League of Nations came out. Or when League of Nations were cutting their promo. So, like... (laughs) So, uh, I didn't even think we were going to get those guys tonight. And we finally we did, and it feels like I've been saying for like two years to bring these guys up, and finally they're up, and it was just they a fan- the right team to feud him with. Too. A fantastic, yeah, like just New Yorker versus New Yorker. Fantastic promo from Enzo. Didn't miss. He did not miss a step. Like he didn't stutter. He didn't have to think about anything. Just perfect.
0: Like, they did cast. Oh my god, these guys were definitely the most over people of the night, for sure. Oh my god, they're my favorite tag team for a reason, and I can't like, wait to like, see more like
1: of them. They're already like my favorite tag team,
0: <laughs> right? Okay, now let's go to the final match of the of the evening, the Fatal Four Way, which is the main event of Raw. The number one for the number one contendership for the world title, it was uh, Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho versus AJ Styles versus now the returning Cesaro. It was nice to see him, and it's nice to see they're really kind of pushing him as a new main eventer.
1: Mm. I, nice. I love this entrance.
0: Yeah, it was different. Like the whole Jason Statham kind of.
1: Thing. <laughs> yes, and I'm glad they're keeping like they're keeping it like he did it on SmackDown too. Like that's a great. Yeah, game, like-
0: let's keep it going. Keep it going um the match was playing fantastic by the way. The,
1: you know it's, it's funny they were chanting like this is awesome at some point and i was just kind of thinking to myself like oh, it's, i mean it's good i'm not gonna say it's bad or anything but is it really like this is awesome worthy and then by the end when like aj was hitting Pele kicks and then he finally he pinned jericho like i didn't expect aj to win here i thought for sure they were going to do aj jericho at extreme Rules. honestly i thought kevin owens was going to win this I thought okay maybe Cesaro might win I mean he kind of just came back so I guess that's cool for him I just didn't expect AJ to win and he was the guy I wanted to win I mean I, pre- I prefer AJ to all the other guys but um, I just didn't really think he'd win and so when he hit the Styles clash and pin Jericho one to his rate like like <laughs> I like stood up I started like jumping I'm like oh my god yes go AJ oh, I did the like same thing too. like I was I just, very happy he I just win. I marked out everybody else marked out like Everybody was so happy for AJ. Um, oh, yeah,
0: I was. I mean, you know, I never thought I'd see the day to, to see, like, AJ Styles to be the number if, one contender if you for had the said, WWE World If title. you had said
1: at the beginning of the year, the man who will walk out of the Raw after Mania with his head held high and his music playing will be AJ Styles. Oh, yeah. We, we would have we uh, just been like, get the fuck out.
0: Yeah. Oh, and I can't wait to see. I, we got to see a little bit of a program with them on SmackDown. Um, sort of like very similar to Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns from Fast Lane of mm. fifteen, yeah. And you know it, it'll work out fine. Now I think this will be some. I know the rumors going around that you, we're going to see the Shield versus the Bullet Club after this.
1: Mm. We'll see.
0: I will see. <laughs> well,
1: that that's our show. That that was WrestleMania weekend again. The weekend so big, you know. You and I didn't even talk about like access or anything. Um the weekend is so big, you know, it takes two hours to cover it. Of course WrestleMania was seven fucking hours long. Jesus Raw's Christ. three hours long. NXT was uh I'm actually I'm actually not sure how long the NXT show was, but uh I'm sure it was a good two, two and a half hours or so, at least it seemed like it. Um so with that that was our Christmas. Yeah, really. Um I'm not quite yeah. sure what not quite sure what our new year is. I guess SummerSlam.
0: Uh, prob- uh, <laughs> or, Royal Rumble.
1: Okay, that's a good, that's a good comparison because it's a whole countdown thing. So 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 Absolutely. So new new years uh, our our years are fucked up everybody. We apologize. <laughs> our
0: Chinese New Year. Is... No, no, no,
1: no, our years go backwards. That's what it is. Yeah. Our years go backwards. So button. like so, so Survivor Series is like Memorial Day and then <laughs> yeah. like SummerSlam is like 4th of July and then um and then WrestleMania is Christmas and and Royal Rumble is New Year. Yeah. That sounds about sounds fair. About right. So, so with that, um, hope... be sure
0: to subscribe. It only costs you the amount of you know free.
1: You know, yes, yes. Please do that. Uh, tell your friends to to listen and enjoy and subscribe and tweet me at J the Mark. Tweet him at the X I Guy, and we hope to see you guys next year for uh, next year's WrestleMania Christmas.
0: Of course, because we'll be there physically for thirty three. Yes, yes. So Orlando, the Citrus I'm Bowl,
1: April. Uh, Whatever it is, I think like sixth of 2017. So oh. we we will see you guys there. And uh, with that, we hope that we'll you see enjoyed you next Saturday for the next episode. Yes, and and we hope that you enjoyed this weekend as much as we did. We will see you next week.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky.